Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Welcome back to another episode of Wrestling Around. And after the debacle of TNA last week, you'll all be pleased to know we're going back into the world of WWF. But before we get into that, joining me is Lou Markham. Lou, how are we doing? I'm very good, thank you. Pleased to make my uh, YouTube debut last week. Yeah. Um, Yeah, pleased to be on camera. (laughs) Lovely edited video by me. I particularly added the I added the Skype loading screen into it just so people could see a bit, a bit behind the scenes. Yeah, but we don't hold anything back here, do we? So exactly. Yeah, you need to be honest with the people, and I thought Boot. I would be by leaving the Skype loading screen screen in. Bootleg. Bootleg. Yeah. <laughs> there yeah, we really, go. Really good stuff. Bootleg around. Bootleg around. Crazy. Imagine if we actually did all of these um, spin-off shows that we keep promising. <laughs> We'd have no time for our wells. And joining me as well is the world famous Terry Peters. Terry Peters, how are you doing? Hello, I'm very warm. Very warm. Very warm. Look at the warm Peters. Hello, are, you, are you warm? I've got a dance I am quite shirt warm. on my back. It's very warm this weekend, isn't it? Are you in as much of a state as Terry Peters seems to be with his damp t shirt on? Uh, my t shirts look quite dry, I think. Just, yeah, just <laughs> it's at my lower back, which is even more gross, yeah. really. No, I've just shaking my back as well now. I'm, I'm, I'm dry. Yeah, that's that's all right then. I'm, I'm also dry if anybody wants to say, have you, have you perspired? Yeah. <laughs> uh, I don't think so. Ah, yeah. oh, great. That's because Peter's not having his headband on today, so obviously his forehead's warm, and that's just heating up the rest of his... his don't, get, don't get it, Pete. I can see you looking around for it. <laughs> Bloody leave it where it is. <laughs> what have you done, Lou? What have you done? <laughs> the, people wanna see, the people want to see it. People, nobody wants to see it. It's... Audio version of wrestling around. There we go. It's a, dis- oh. it's a disgrace. It looks there, ridiculous. There it is. You can get your air cut in like two weeks, anyhow, can't you? So, we'll get you rid trust, of it all. You trust Barbara straight away? I don't we've been through, I think we've been through this, haven't we? Yeah. This is how we got this. I believe this was the prelude to Terry Peters and his crusty jeans. <laughs> yeah, it was. Yes, it was. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody needs to hear that again. Uh, King of the Ring. That's what we're doing this week. Go all the way into 1998. Before we get into the show... Lou, had you seen it before? No, I'd seen the Hell in a Cell match, obviously, because I think I had the Hell in a Cell DVD back yeah. there, but I'd never seen the entire show. In fact, I may have accidentally watched the main event because I'd left it on after watching the Hell in a Cell match on the network as well. Right. But I'd never seen the entire show. 
I, I did realize I'd heard a review of that afterwards, though. I was like, I know what happens in all these matches, and I think it's because I listened to uh, Bruce Pitchhead's podcast de- last year. He's definitely the one. Like, I yeah. listened to it as well. Yeah. And I was in exactly the so same I think boat. That, that's why I thought I knew it, but I'd never actually seen it myself. Yeah. What about you, Terry Peters? Have you seen the show before? Um, I'd obviously seen the classic Hell in the Cell, and actually, when we came to it and I realized what the main event was, I'd seen that as well, but other than that, nothing. But yeah, I, I was surprised to realise that I'd seen this main event many moons ago and when I realised what it was. All right, there we go. So, none of you had seen it before. It was all right, wasn't it? <laughs> Let's get into... Uh, straight, King of straight, the... straight off the bat, it's, it's all right. Really. It's all right. <laughs> three, three minutes in, it's all right. Um, we'll you'll find... two apps, I would say. Find out, find out why it was all right. Um, so let's get into King of the Ring, 1998. So it was on 28th of June, 98, at the Civic Arena in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Sold out crowd, 17,087 people. Oh, they had some uh, good food. Did they? Have you checked the food? Uh, well, We've the, not the, done the, this for a while. So the, arena's, no, the arena's closed down, so I right. couldn't check the actual food. But I did know that it's actually it's called the Igloo, and it, it used to have a retractable roof. Oh, really? But the, uh, it's been knocked down now. It's now a car park for the, the new arena in Pittsburgh. Was that the igloo because the penguins played there? Yep, that's why it was called. It looked like an igloo. It looked like a massive dome, but the dome slid open. Right. So it's oh, an indoor arena with a retractable roof, but then they attached a basketball scoreboard to the top, which meant you could no longer open the roof. <laughs> so that's forward thinking, isn't it? Engineering yep. at its finest. <laughs> yeah, but it, did look, it, it looked pretty cool. It was built in like the 1950s, so it was, it was pretty ahead of its time. That's my arena yeah. research for this week, but yeah, unfortunately, well not menu because it is now just a parking lot. Yeah. Uh, well, they're probably saving gravel then, aren't they? And dust. There might be a uh, hot dog well, some, there. There might be some tailgates there, might they? Yeah. yeah it's America. Some barbecue, yeah. There oh, we yeah. go then. So food, we think maybe all right. <laughs> Better than the K. Bailey Hutchinson Convention Center in Dallas, Texas. That's for sure. <laughs> that's for sure. Oh, good. I thought you'd go over it. Apparently not. <laughs> Never. <laughs> So it was the sixth annual King of the Ring. Before we get into the pay-per-view, Tay Peters, are you a fan of the King of the Ring format in general? I wish they did more pay-per-views of it now rather than on the weekly shows. I've wrote this down in my notes, especially sort of the early ones where a lot of it was just based on King of the Ring. I think there's the balance between overdoing it with King of the Ring, sort of the qualifiers and then the, semi, the quarters, the semis, the finals. I prefer the quarters the semis and then the finals on the show with one or two of the matches in rather than what they do now where it's like two matches a week for King of the Ring for like an eight week period I see I would um, but I, I do prefer King of the Ring as a as a concept on a whole as a show I would just have the semis in the final on the show I think I think um, you guys the wrestlers are doing so much and you've well, got I like think, I think I early be, what I would do is I'm kind of with Peters but I'm thinking right qualifying matches on Raw but to get to the final eight, final eight and have King and the Queen of the ring, two-night network special, winners get title shots at SummerSlam. That's what I do to save it. Because I think, even now, like, what's Ken Shamrock done after that? Spoiler alert for people listening. If that's in the show with Father. What's... The, the, the no, problem I, King of the I ring agree. Is, I wrote this it's, it's got to the point of, like, it's got the same prestige as, like, the Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal. Nobody cares. It doesn't lead to anything. You win, you win a daft crown. And yeah. you act like a king for a bit. And really, it kind of kills people's momentum instead of helping him. So I'd make it two-night network special, king and queen of the ring. And then I'd have the winners getting title shots at SummerSlam. That's I all right there. I could see that. Yeah. 
Yeah, my, so, my, my, my format is very much King of the Ring 95. Um, we'll, we'll, we'll gloss over the winner of King of the Ring 95. Was that Mabel, wasn't it? Yes. yes King Mabel. Just, just before Savio I joined Vega, the Beat Savio Vega in the final. Well, just before I joined the NWO, I think. Where? Two, two people on that pay-per-view make an appearance on this pay-per-view as well. You did say, though, what happened to Ken Shamrock after winning King of the Ring. He uh, entered the feud with Mabel. There we go. So I've just realised. <laughs> King of the Ring 95, Mabel beat The Undertaker in the quarterfinals. Yeah. Bad, right? Mabel's get a man on the Undertaker. Mother. And then, well, yeah, and then you also have Karma drawing with Shawn Michaels in the quarterfinal. No yeah, wonder this pay per view is panned like it is actually when you look at the results of it. Jesus <laughs> Christ. They didn't need to win it. Anyway, 98. There might have been shenanigans though. I've, I think I've seen it and I don't think there was. I don't remember it being a good pay per view at all, to be fair. I mean, it's got a Jerry Laura versus Bret Hart in a kiss my foot match. That was apparently a good field, wasn't it? It was a good field, but it's a weird match. Well, let's cover it next year, anyway. Yeah, we'll, we'll try we'll get to have some back. I think, I think you're right. I think WWE can pull off tournaments because of the British tournaments. Yeah. So they've and, and, and the Mae Young. Yeah. And Cruiserweight. They, they should do King of the Ring in Britain. I'm well, just thinking out loud now. Didn't they Imagine that. that. King of the Ring at the Royal Albert Hall. Wow. They did not put on one of the like teaser things for coming up in the next year, like a few years ago. Yeah, the British tournament, the King of the Ring. I think I'm pretty sure NXT UK was going to be called King of the Ring at first. They're just going yeah. to re- reuse that name. Obviously, have the re- the regal connection. Yeah, I'm glad they didn't. Yeah, it would have been rubbish. Like, it has, you have a feeling that King of the Ring could come back. But yeah, yeah I don't know. It's a bit weird. Like who the last winners? Corbin. Corbin won it. Bandy's Barrett. Sheamus has won it, hasn't he? Sheamus. Yeah, there's no one's really done anything. Again, and it doesn't really lead to anything, does it? Regal? Yeah. Regal won it, didn't he? Yeah, and he didn't... Well, he got busted for drugs, didn't he? But, yeah. yeah. But, he doesn't look like he, he was actually going to go somewhere with it. It looked like he, he would have ended up in a main event. I don't think he'd have won the title, but he ended up King in a main event. Yeah. King Booker, he won the, the only title. One yeah, he's, he's the exactly. last person to I was going to say, the it. only one that's... It's really recent. That was 14 years ago. That was 14 years ago. He reinvented his gimmick, didn't he, out of it? Totally reinvented himself and got, what, another... Three years, I would say. Three, four years out of that gimmick. Yeah. Well, yeah. And he got a world title fight, didn't he? And championship, I think. He won yeah, it, yeah. Yeah, he won it, didn't he? Yeah, yeah we're saying recently. 14 years ago. I know, exactly. It was stopped for a while, though, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. I, I just don't... Like I, I hate yeah. the, the King gimmick they do afterwards. Like, yeah, weird. Yeah. It depends who it is. I think Corbin pulled it off well, and I think Regal pulled it off well. I can't imagine Ken Shamrock pulling it off well. Apparently, I don't think he did it though, did he? Because like, no. when Edge won it, he was just King Edge the awesome money, but he didn't, well, they had that big Stanley Cup trophy, didn't they, for him? Yeah. Like Angle, he was King of the Ring, was it 2000? Yeah. 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 And then, did, did Brock Lesnar win it? Yeah, he won, the, he won the last one, it was on pay-per-view in 2002. Who, who was 2001? Was that Edge? Yeah. Uh, right. I thought Edge was 2002, but yeah, I think about yeah. 2001 was a year too early for Rock ones. So. Apparently, when Triple H won it, they tried to put the King gimmick on him, so he kept every night he smashed up the crown in the yeah. center every time he was out. He found out he was getting smashed up. Well, he, he, he got delayed by a year, didn't he, because of the curtain call as well? He yeah, so he won it the year before. 97. I mean, it's not really at his career, was it? <laughs> no. I mean, but yeah, I I who's, who's married to doesn't also hurt his career now, but. Yeah, but oh, yeah, you're going to be uh, King of the Ring. You're going to lose King of the Ring. That was smashing all your bloody crowns up or what? <laughs> Just good. I mean, imagine. Which if... is fine, but then he ended up winning that bloody 
backwards flag cap instead. Yeah, yeah, he did actually. Uh, yeah, that is. Uh, oh, that I, is nice. I can't ever picture that without thinking of Ross Geller from Friends. Yeah, <laughs> little, little, little Oh, horrendous. Right, so we've got your thoughts on King of the Ring. Let's actually get into 1998. So we've got the semi-finals and the final on this pay-per-view. So the semi-finalists are The Rock, who beat uh, Vader and Triple H. Dan Seven, who beat D'Lo Brown and Owen Hart. Ken Shamrock, who beat Cameron Mustafa and Mark Henry. And Lou's favourite, Jeff Jarrett, who beat Farouk <laughs> and Mark Henry. <laughs> <sighs> So we've got a, a open video package of the two main events with a very sort of religious theme going through it. Um, it's very similar to what was the pay-per-view we covered last time where had, it was of the same era. I can't think what it was now. A couple of weeks in the archives, I can't think what it was uh, now. It's in a different book. It's the one where Stone Cold and Stuart Love on it. Yeah. Yeah, which is Unforgiven. It was about two months before this one. Yeah, yeah that'll be why it had the same yeah. feel to it then. Yeah, what did you think, Peters? Enjoyed the video package? Yeah, I, I mean, I think I enjoyed the one Unforgiven. Yeah, Unforgiven, and I enjoyed this one, to be fair. This is like a staple video package for WE at the time, I think. And even going into the 2000s, I think if we ever cover SummerSlam 2000, there's one that's very similar. Maybe not as religious as this, but it's got the similar sort of context with the voiceover, the, the video package, how it's put together and everything. So... This is obviously where they've started it going forward for the next couple of years. This year, think, sorry. Yeah. Do you think low? I very nineties, mainly because the paper was sponsored by Super Soccer. Yeah, that yeah, means yeah, yeah. didn't it? <laughs> I, I had a Super Soccer. It was great. I love them. I just love the fact they were advertising the Super Soccer, obviously a Charles Toy, on a guillotine. <laughs> <Love Yeah. that. laughs> when you watch the rolls of this There's time, a guillotine going up and down, also kids buy this toy gun. When, when you uh, watch the Raws this time, it's sponsored by like M&M's N64. I can't think there was some weird N64 game. Then they've got Slam of the Week and all sorts of stuff. It's yeah. very heavily sponsored around this time, some weird segments. Skittles was the best. Skittles was the best one. Okay, I used to introduce Skittles. Was that like 2005 or something like that? Yeah. Skittles. Fruity, delicious. My God, they're fruity. Skittles. <laughs> Yeah, um, it's interesting you mentioned the guillotine though, because the tagline for this movie was off with their heads. It didn't put, play into any of it. <laughs> From the guillotine. Yeah, it's nobody, the power though, isn't it? It's like it's, nobody died. What this? Well, almost. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's true. Oh, twice. Right, let's get, into, let's get into the first match then. So we've got the headbangers. Uh, we'll be teamed up with Takamichinoku against Kai and Tai. Uh, Taka's going to be in headbanger gear, at least for the entrance. Because real men wear uh, skirts. Yep, that, on the back of the shirts, on it? <laughs> Kai and Tai is going to be made up of Funaki, Mensteo, uh, Dick Togo, and they'll be uh, brought in by Yamaguchi-san. Yeah, Taka Michinoko is only 46 now. Oh, he's really young at the time. Yeah. He was really, really young. I didn't realise how, how young he was. And it was weird seeing Kai and Tai in street gloves. It's weird seeing Dick Togo nice. make a second appearance as well on the podcast. In an Iron Maiden shirt. Great shirt. Yeah, that was true. I, I have, I have no problems with that. Yeah, this is something that bothered me throughout this uh, pay-per-view. The amount of wrestlers who just wore like, just look like who just come out of the crowd. That Funaki was in a like a hoodie. Yeah, yeah. Just, what, and he had white, white face paint on, didn't see under his eyes, like oh. white stripes. Yeah. Can we also mention the stage for a second as well? Oh, yeah, I was. Uh, I hate the stage. It was rubbish. 
You know, that. Well, what, why was it multicolored? Nineties. You got this big gothic theme of like off with their heads and stuff like that. And you've got multicolored triangles. So... Are you saying you wanted a working guillotine? That could have potentially cut someone's head off because I would pay to see that as a as an entrance. That could have been. You could have easily that had been cool, like a big guillotine. Didn't they have a chair through it? Yeah. Didn't they have like a chair one year. I seem to remember on one King of the Ring pay per view as well, which yeah. is quite clever. Stone Cold's on it. Is that the one it was? Steve, well, he sits in the chair, doesn't he? No, but I, they had like a big big throne. I seem to remember, like right over the top that you walked out underneath. Unless I, I, I remember. Like no, I feel like you're right. Because some of them are really good. Yeah. I don't know. Like, Tabby Trees used to be a big computer, didn't it? Yeah. But yeah, I just thought it was rubbish. Yeah, it, it, I average, in it? Yeah. Not the best work. All right, then. Well, you thought the stage was rubbish. What did you think of the first match? Uh, it was what it was, wasn't it? I was just... It was a standard opening match, really, wasn't it? Just a bit of action. Again, uh, it was a bit... You could tell it was a bonus match, because I don't think the fans cared or anyone really cared. It was just like, oh, you're by the way, we're throwing this on. I don't know why you call it a bonus match when... Just... I don't know, just... The card was obviously short, wasn't it? And the yeah. Thought, we do to fill it up. Yeah, but it, it was what it was. I loved how it finished with an actual Michinoku Java. Like, Michael Cole would be proud. <laughs> yeah, he gets a call, did he? Yeah. <laughs> and he had been interviewing people at ringside. He might have actually got to watch it. He was, was there at ringside. Maybe that's, maybe that's what he first saw it and thought, oh, look yeah. at this. This is the yeah. best move I've ever but seen. But no, yeah, I, I enjoyed it for, for what it was. I always forget that, like, Taka was, pa- was not part of Kaintai. He was initially, I think, wasn't he? And then... No, he, came, he was He was already yeah, there he first. Came, he came oh, into the was few, it? Well, they, yeah, and he joined afterwards. I uh, that might be what I'm thinking of. Because Kai and Tai were claiming he was too American. That's not like yeah, that. because he turned into Kai and Tai when it's just him and Funaki voiced over yeah. by Shane McMahon. Indeed. Yeah, I was going to do that. I, I was going to do it, but I've done it before, so I was waiting for yeah. somebody else to do it. I didn't realise Kai and Tai was a, yeah, like a group in Japan before America. I didn't actually. There was already around for ages, and I think it was pretty much all the same people, and they brought them over. I wonder if this was around Choppy Choppy or PP, if that was before or after. That was when Taka, that was the fuel that Taka um, went into Kaintai. Right, okay, so that'll be after this then. Because he was married to Yamaguchi's daughter She's, or something. Yamaguchi san's daughter, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah. That was peak, peak attitude here, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah I imagine that was. all over, wasn't it? It must yeah, have been right. later this year or early, early 1999, I think, surely. I well, Val- it was Valvinus and Edge once it. They came through at the same time, and Valvinus was he was having his PP choppy choppied, but due to unfortunate shrinkage, it survived. So, and they came ninety eight. So I'm thinking it must be ninety nine. Yeah, it would have been early ninety nine. I think. Yeah. Good match, I thought. There was some pretty good moves in there. A, I like the double flapjack from the headbangers on top of Funaki. <laughs> he was in Takamichinoku. Do you remember when the headbangers came back randomly a few years ago? Yeah. That SmackDown title tournament. Yeah. Yeah. The one that he's little one. That was strange. Yeah. I, I've never got the headbangers. Well, I, I think the names are quite inventive. Mosh and Thrasher, obviously. but <laughs> And they wear some nice band t-shirts, but other than that, I don't really get them. Yeah, well, I think the punk, aren't they? That's why they're wearing the skates. I think I was just used to be... I think they, they? they were the lowest rated um, characters on like WWF Attitude or Warzone. I was going to say, they were definitely on Attitude. Yeah, so I used to use them to beat up all the time because I wasn't very good at the game as a kid. So I used to use them. I was against them all the time. I like, the face paint. Up, I like that the face paint doesn't come off either. Yeah, that is always that, um, always my criticism of Sting. 
Yeah. But he gets halfway through a match and he's got no face paint left. He uses actual paint, doesn't he? He uses he acrylic paint, doesn't he, rather than proper paint. Yeah. That's why. Yeah, like that time when he was underneath the um when he was underneath the yeah. statue and it just came off his head. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Somebody else oh, Finn Balor as well. Yeah. It takes ages as well and he's just sweats and it all pulls off. <laughs> you know, he's the demon. But if you're uh, listening to you think if you listen to headbangers, kudos. You got fan in Terry Peters. I don't mind Finn Balor's yeah. going off too much because the more he gets the more he gets beat up and like battered. The more he's like the demon ebbs away from him and he's around. I suppose it looks I'm strange. pretty sure that's not the reason, but I think that's that's the cool storyline I've given to him. That's some sort of like GCSE more... English level in depth, <laughs> line, isn't it? Yeah. He looks more smudged as well though, so it looks cool where Stings just literally just comes off and looks real bot patchy. Yeah. I've never liked Stings. I just think it's annoying. But anyhow, back to the pay-per-view. Peter, what did you think of the opening match? I thought it was quite a good opening match, to be fair. Like it says some, I think it was quite fast-paced, fun moves in there. Funaki takes one brutal-looking power bomb at one point as well. Um, and the springboard by Taka that he did to the outside, I think it was, that was really good. But yeah, I like I say, for the short match that it was, I thought it was quite good, really, to, to open, the, open it up. Yeah, they only went six minutes, and the headbangers tackle Michinoku win after a Michinoku driver on top of Fun- on Funaki. Then we go on to something which I don't like on pay-per-views, promos. We've got Sable comes out, gets quite a big pop, and then she introduces Vince McMahon and the Stooges to no music, which I'll, I'll never get used to. That, yeah, was that's weird. that was jarring, yeah. I wrote that down, yeah, it was very jarring, not having a no chance in hell. Because later on... Was no chance the, in hell around at this point, or was that a bit later? That was later, I think. Was it a bit later? Wasn't it? Uh, it was a pay-per-view theme. It was, yeah, a pay-per-view theme, wasn't it? Right. So it must so, have been around this time. Was it the time where they had the triple threat between Undertaker, Kane and Austin? Maybe. I'm assuming... Like Austin, Austin had no chance in hell of... of yeah. Yeah. Title out or something like that. I know. But it annoys me because Vince McMahon has no music. And later on, as we'll get to, Al Snow has no music. And King said, Oh, look at him, he's rubbish, he's got no music. Or he just slagged off the bloody chairman of the world. And Paul Bearer. But the Al Snow one makes sense. Yeah, the Al Snow one does make sense. Vince McMahon's. Yeah, Vince McMahon's. I'm used to having him with no chance in hell. I mean, they didn't really do a lot. I mean, Pat Patterson tries to grab Sable's ass and she slaps him, rightly so. Is Gerald Briscoe not the most annoying man in the world? No. I cannot stand yeah. Gerald Briscoe. I think the fan is a close personal friend of Anna Ross's. Yeah, he is. So, careful what you say. Yeah. Gerald Briscoe would kick you out of ass right now. Oh, he probably would, but I still think he's a cock. Little chicken, <laughs> little chicken winger. <laughs> <laughs> Stretch you, Peters. You won't even know what's coming. Yeah. Careful what you say. Yeah. Say what he's I want. Absolute legend of the spot, Gerald, Gerald Briscoe. Let's go. But, yeah, the, the promo is just Vince kind of run this point, admittedly. That's it. And, <laughs> and it's easy way to get Sable on, on TV. Uh, she's only just come back, I think, hasn't she, Sable? Yeah. Um, but her music is iconic in it when you hear it. You know exactly what, what's going to happen when you just hear that sort of yeah. background. You know what's coming. I'm just not a fan of promos on the show. I just don't see the point. Because there's some matches which I think could have gone a bit longer. I like promos. Because I, I like them as part of wrestling. Like, I think when you're, when you're a live wrestling show, I like a good, pro, good heel promo. But having said that, this wasn't a very good one. Yeah, the, this one was terrible. There's a bit too much because, like, everything you said about like the the crowd now, there are failures and disappointments. Did prove that to be completely true. Five minutes later, when Sable came out, like, have a word with yourselves. <laughs> it's yeah. so interesting. None of it oh, ages well. Good God. 
Imagine these people have got wives and children at home. And this is, they're acting like this on national TV. Oh, good God. Yeah. There was a guy with a, a sign. Obviously, it's Stone Cold 316. He put Sable 469. There you go. I'll tell you what. There was some impressive artwork on some of the signs, though, with drawings of Kane and Mankind. I was quite impressed with some of the artistic skills on offer in Pittsburgh. Big thumbs up if you are listening in Pittsburgh to your artistic skills. But to those of you who just put some sort of wildly misogynistic renders thing. Hang your even head if Sable saw you. Yeah. yeah, even if even if Sable saw you, she's not gonna like go, Oh yeah, I'll meet you after the bloody thing. You said that, but in the crowd was a young Brock Lesnar. I'm not having that. That's all. Sable is gonna see one of them signs and go, like, oh that's it. I'll let you wine dine in 69, me, is she? Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> what do they expect? Oh, God. Uh, it's begging now. I, I, so I look forward to just taking that small clip of what Peter just said, like wildly, <laughs> wildly out of context and reusing it on a regular basis. Out of context, please. If that's not turned into a gif or a meme or something, then. It's so interesting to start that. If anyone's in, if anyone wants to do that, start out of context, Peter's. <laughs> <laughs> Because <laughs> he's had some goodness. <laughs> right, that's enough of the well, fans. Speaking of things that aren't good, the next match. Yeah, well, some little <laughs> Lu- will enjoy for the next match. We've got the first King of the Ring semi final. So we've got Ken Shamrock, and he's going against Jeff Jarrett, who will be accompanied by uh, Ten- Tennessee Lee. Enough. We have suffered enough. What have you got against Tennessee Lee? There's been enough Jeff Jarrett on this show. To last a lifetime in the last two three episodes of a kind of YouTube show. He's, Go on, he's on every show. He? <laughs> he's but not you... a main event and he never will be. And then you've got your second favourite in a few uh, matches time as well, haven't you? Good God. Next week we're doing B C and E's, we're gonna get a break for him. But Back I have realised that the week after we're doing Bash of the Beach two thousand, in which Jeff Jarrett is heavily involved. He's the main event, isn't he? <laughs> Jeff Jarrett. But I swear to God, two main <laughs> events. But after that I think we need to just try and find a way of doing no Jeff Jarrett shows for the rest of the year because I'm sick of this guy. He's in. Uh, he's, of, he was. Whether you like it or not, he was a big part of the of his early 2000s wrestling. He was WCW it. for a while, so it's, it's like, not. It's not going away, Lou. It's not going away. He's like the Dolph Ziggler of like. Oh, you're yeah, bad away. Just, I know we don't talk about current stuff in here, but why is Dolph Ziggler once again in the WWE title picture? Go away. Go away. Hey, you say we're not doing modern stuff. We're covering Beast in the East next week. Yeah, it's in the past, aren't it? the 15 one last week. Yeah, it says it right for being on a Thursday night pay per view, doesn't it? <laughs> or Wednesday night, whatever it was. It was a Saturday morning, Beast in the East. It was great. I was going to say it was a weird time. Yeah, it was at 11 a.m. But anyway, yeah, Jeff Jarrett is like the Dolph Ziggler of the 90s. We're extremely talented. No, I hate them both. Go away. <laughs> Lovely blonde hair. Yeah. <laughs> good workers. No, they're not good workers. Well, they're just, oh, they're just there out of the old time. Just cough. <laughs> like, like, how much more Jeff Jarrett do you want to see or are you going to strut again? Like, just, what, what's he wearing? That was his it's thing. It's got like three like, 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 car seat belts down his front. What's going it, on? It looks like this Barber Peevecakes had a go on it before and done it. <sighs> and cut it up a bit. No, not a fan then. Not a fan. Not, not a fan. Another show favourite makes an appearance in this match as well, uh, doesn't he? Tennessee Lee. Yeah. <laughs> I, Tennessee Lee. I can't say I knew much about him, but he's he's on every week as well. Isn't he? He is. <laughs> What's he doing? <sighs> oh god. 
Yeah, um, he actually gets involved in the match. I imagine then, Lou, you probably enjoyed this match because Jarrett gets in literally no offense pretty much all the way through. It was too long. It should have gone like, you know, just ankle lock straight away. Until yeah, t- yeah. Tennessee Lee does get involved, but Jarrett's comeback lasts about a minute. Less than that, probably 30 seconds. And Shamrock wins with the ankle lock. And then, for good measure, Tennessee Lee gets belly to belly suplex. <laughs> yeah, that was that was completely pointless. Then they went five minutes. I think we've had enough of Lou's comments on the match. Peter, what did you think? Did you think it was weird that the referee pulled Jeff Jarrett's hair to get him out when he was to break the count up? I've noticed this. That was a, lot of these, a lot of these pay-per-views. The referees in the late 90s were completely out of control. Yeah, I mean, he just like <laughs> proper grabs his hair and just pulls him straight back. But I just thought it was a totally bizarre, bizarre thing to do. And I felt as though it was too easy for him to tap out the ankle lock. He didn't really put up a fight. Um, no, but it's because he came from because Ken Shamrock came from USC, didn't it? Yeah, oh, yeah. So yeah. that's why it's like Ronda Rousey's armbar, isn't it? Yeah, I suppose, like you say, he's not going to try put it up his ears. Yeah, because UFC, in, as far as I'm aware, in UFC they don't tap because it's hurting. They tap because, because if they, they don't, don't tap, their arm will get broken. Yeah, yeah. or something like that. Yeah. But, uh, but in a wrestling context, to me, I can understand why they've done it. But in a wrestling context, at this time especially, yeah. it just sort of when the UFC isn't what it what it's like today, it just sort of seemed a bit odd, but. Other than that, I thought it was all right. Yeah, it, it was all right. The standout moment was Jeff Jarrett getting his hair pulled by the ref. And then by, by friend, I'm pretty sure he's been mentioned as well, the referee Tim White before. Oh, Tim White's a legend yeah. of the spot. But they're never good, are they? they when someone has to wrestle twice, there's always one match that isn't very good. It's normally the first one. Yeah, but also, this, this involves Jeff Jarrett as well, which is also why it wasn't very good. Uh, so should we move on, Lou, before you get more upset? Because Jeff well, Jarrett's I, gone now. My favourite part of it was the bit where I just fared to black. Jeff Jarrett went off screen and that was it for the rest of the show. Like, you never shall, are you? You could come back at any time. He's been, spoiler alert, Jeff Jarrett does not return. Yeah, just like that TNA. I'm just on, on edge off that TNA show last week. Where it's like, <laughs> was well, the end of a segment and you're like, well, Jeff Jarrett's appearing now. Like, when yeah. I was watching this, just for the viewers, obviously we've got a little group chat that goes on. I had great pleasure in sending Lou a little picture of Jeff Jarrett doing his strut just to see the reaction and then as we'll get to in another match i was going to send him a picture of his another favorite wrestler of his but i decided to let him discover it on his own because yeah. I, I did i didn't want to depress him too much on his friday evening it's low it's low picks picks these pay-per-views so he's the master of his own destiny and he keeps he, he says he, does he is it. Jeff he does Jarrett, it yeah he picks shit. jeff Jarrett every week he does it doesn't he just <laughs> to shit on him shit on people shit on well people. I'm, I'm gonna try I'm not going to promise because you know we don't break our, we don't break promises here on wrestling. Around. No, it's true. But I'm going to try to just get the as little Jeff Jarrett as I can for the rest of the year after he's Bash it, of the Beach. I was going to say he says he's picking back at Bash of the Beach in two weeks. <laughs> but after <laughs> that, we'll see what we can do. No more Jeff Jarrett, please. There we go. No more Jeff Jarrett first. No more Jeff Jarrett. Guarantee Jeff Jarrett pops up somewhere. Let's quickly move on because Lou's getting angrier and angrier at the minute. We're going to the, the next King of the Ring semi-final. So this is The Rock, who's the current IC champ, and he's going to be against another UFC veteran, legend, Dan Seven. So The Rock will come down with his, his in full nation mode here. So he'll come down with Cameron Mustafa and Mark Henry. We'll get sent away. Before I move on, Mark Henry is the best wrestler in the world, Lou, isn't he? <laughs> Tell me why. He's also a great actor. 
He's just the best wrestling personality ever. He's I thought he only got hilarious in his little life. No, he was hilarious here as well. <laughs> he pulls off a lovely salmon shirt, uh, jacket as well, doesn't he, in, later on in life? He is the greatest. That was one of the greatest promos of all time. But also, his cameo in The Big Show Show. <laughs> Outstanding. I hope the I hope it gets reviewed uh, renewed. Apparently it is, and they're going to try and get Mark Henry as a semi character. So. And then we need a we need a spin off Mark Henry show as well. I think <laughs> I would probably prefer that to the big show. Yeah. show. <laughs> Just also in, in the episode, Foley's acting is absolutely appalling. He's terrible. I love Foley, but he's rubbish in that. His acting was so bad; it was good. Oh, what a series. If anyone wants to watch that on Netflix show, The Big Show Show. Oh, it's glorious. It's got great. those guys. Guess, it, out the, guess out the three of us who hasn't watched it. Well, I what are you playing at, Peter? Yeah. It's, it's absolutely it, glorious TV. It's got a YouTube channel to run. It's only like uh, eight or four episodes. Yeah. Still a lot of time. It's four hours of my life. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you, you, you might as well do that instead of getting sacked on stream every week. <laughs> Oh, than four hours you've wasted. <laughs> well, it's been more than four hours, doesn't it? We'll go off yeah. over that. Join, join Bell Nation on Twitch and watch him get sacked from a fo- different football team every every stream. <laughs> it's happened twice in two weeks. Right, <laughs> <laughs> another bloody Bell Nation. Dan Seven beat De Brown on his way into this match. Um, I watched one of the qualifiers. I watched. Well, this is where somewhere around De Brown. Ripped his ripped his pectoral muscles, um, and that's why he gets the chest protector. And Dan oh, Seven. So, so this was the debut of it tonight. Yeah. 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 Ah, like, like say, I've seen that raw where that actually happens, and I don't really know why I've seen that raw <laughs> where it happens, but I have. Well, you ain't got you ain't got four hours to watch the Big Show show, but you've got watch this raw. Nah, this, this was before I, this was before I was a busy man. This is hang on. Yeah, Raw's only about an hour and 20 minutes at this point, anyway. Make time, Peters. You oh, make time. You make time for me. Make time for me. I've told you, buddy. Stop getting sacked. Give me 25 hours a day. Give me a 25-hour day. Give me an extra want, hour. If you want bloody job hunting on stream every, <laughs> every week, <laughs> you'd be able to watch it, wouldn't you? Hey, bloody hell. I'm going to take that Northern Irish Second Division by storm. <laughs> We've had this before. We had this in Riga. We had this in bloody Waterford or whatever it was. <laughs> Limerick. <laughs> Terrible. Right, back to bloody wrestling. You've, you've, had, en- you've had enough free promotion on the air for one day, Peters. <laughs> <laughs> I've still got some more at the end. So the match starts. I didn't think this was a very good match. It only went four minutes. Henry and Mustafa actually come back out after being sent away, distract the ref. This is where we say Dale Brown comes in with his chest protector. It's a lovely frog splash. Oh, it's beautiful. Mm. He's the only one who really does the frog bit in it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He actually, you can actually hear him rib it, can you? On the way yeah. down, he yeah, goes yeah, yeah. rib it, rib it on his on his landing. Really good. So yeah, Dale, it's the the frog splash with the chest protector, and the Rock wins via pinfall. And there's like a little interview with Michael Cole. Four minutes in all. Blue, what did you think? This Dan Seven guy. I mean, it's not a legend. Everyone's like, oh, WWE wasted Dan Seven. Like, he was meant to be really good. Walks out. Like, he's just got in gym. What's going on? Got a lovely tash, though, aren't he? Like, I know before. I was like, you know, I don't like it when wrestlers just wear the T-shirts all the time. I like it when they wear a tire. If this is the sort of attire they're wearing, what's he even going has on? A, he has a towel as well, doesn't he? Uh, it just like, looks like he's just 
stock wrestler in there. Some sweaty bloke, yeah. Cracking moustache. Yeah, I was going to say, quality tash. It's no wonder he didn't make it. Everyone's like, oh, he should have made it. Like, what? How? No. It is bad to think he was that. He was the final NWA champ before it went to a good old TNA where we saw Jeff Jarrett last week. Yeah, but was he not NWA in, as we'll get to later on, NWA and WWF, it was just crap. Oh, yeah, well, it's not the the only NWA He was the champion here, wasn't he? But he didn't have his development. But I think he was a champion here. He was definitely an NWA champ while he was yeah, I was going to say, he was definitely an NWA champ while he was a W at this point. Maybe he just didn't bring it out. For, yeah. Just, who knows? WE in it in 98. Yeah. Who knows what goes on? Yeah, it was rubbish selling it. This match was, yeah, it was a bit rubbish. Yeah. The fact that The Rock had a four and a half, not even a four and a half minute match on pay-per-view for his first match is ridiculous now, in the context of 2020 as well. Yeah, yeah I was finding weird like, watching not... this time period where yeah. everyone else is like the big stars you're in, but The Rock's not quite there yet. Yeah, yeah. You're always thinking it just happened at exactly the same time now. I do like The Nation, though. I think it's really clever in the way that The Nation works in this match. Yeah, I mean, I'm just a fan of everything Mark Henry says on those. <laughs> Any Mark and Reeves are plus for me. What I like, though, is the way that D'Lo comes out and screws Dan Seven after injuring him. Well, and Dan Seven was having a thing with the Nation L because he beat yeah, two yeah. Nation members. And it beat all yeah, that, that as well. And that, that's what I mean. Then, obviously, that's fed into that. He's injured D'Lo, and then D'Lo's coming and screwed him to stop him from winning King. And the Nation song is bloody lovely. The beat it's, of it is quality. Good. Yeah. I did notice about. I will get into. No, I'll save it. I'll save it for the own out match. Put a put a pin in it. Yeah, I'll put a pin in that. Save it for that. We'll move on to the um, the next match. So we've gone from rubbish to yeah, rubbish yeah. to rubbish. Yeah, <laughs> we've got too much against oh Al Snow and Head. So too much. You might be thinking that's that sounds familiar. Too too much. They're basically too cool about music. The too cool. <laughs> When before too cool, yeah. Too cool about Rikishi. Too shit. That's yeah. what it is to be called here. <laughs> We're there. Okay. So Scotty Toy. Before it's called Scotty Toy. Scott Taylor. Scott Taylor. Brian yeah. Christopher and Scott Taylor. He's I mean, I... because they're doing the, the the too cool stuff when it's not cool. No pun intended. Before it was good to do it. Well, and Scott, Scott Taylor cool. is a shite name as well. Too cool. Well, that's that's his name. Yeah, no, but it's a shite name. <laughs> yeah, but he didn't pick it. That's just what he's called. But at least call himself something else. <laughs> he, he's real annoying in this. He's got a real annoying face as well. I think he's supposed to be. Yeah. Because too cool, where it's supposed to be the other baby faces that they wear, they were supposed to wind you up. But then everyone fell in love with the dance, didn't they? Well, yeah. And the class. It was supposed to be over the top. It was supposed to be annoying and obnoxious. Better like the new day, I guess. But this is still yeah. not the worst part of this match. Oh, I'm sure we'll get to it. So, Al Snow needs to win to have a meeting with Vince. So he's been on Raw. Yeah. There's been loads of stuff with King. I think he stole King's crown or something. <laughs> <laughs> but this is this shows how over Al Snow was because look at all the polystyrene heads as well. At the time, this must be just after the talent exchange with WCW, uh, ECW. Sorry. Yeah, then he just come back. Well, he did, yeah. Is any, that's where he got head from, wasn't it? He said, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's and they're, I mean. in, they're in Pennsylvania as well, aren't they, sir? Is that his home crowd? Well, it's ECW's home crowd, isn't it? Right, yeah, yeah, got you. There's no ref. Jack keeps asking for a ref. Lawler's announced as a special guest ref. That's uh, the worst part. 
obviously he's sort of alluding to being Brian Christopher's dad, I guess. JR mentions it all the time around this this point in time. It is quite amusing. King flatly denies it every time. I don't, I don't, th- I don't think he raised him or had out to do him, do they? I don't know. No, I, I read it in um, Lola's autobiography. Like, yeah, it's just because he never really raised him or anything. They just never really mentioned it. So I think the first time it was actually mentioned on WWE TV was when Lola was having that feud with Cole. Right, right. Like you can like... tell look, can't you? They look very similar, yeah. yeah. And I like the in- a lot of inside jokes. It was similar to what JR was doing about Pat Patterson earlier. Yeah. Yeah, once you know what JR's talking about, a lot of time it makes sense. Well, JR, I think around this time he was going, does he look familiar, King? He looks quite similar to you. Are you related? And King always just goes, no, no. Great Great work by um, JR. I do find it funny that every time when King gets announced for something and his music starts playing, he gets it from the Coltes box. For some reason, I just found it really amusing. Like, I think he's doing it in a Royal Rumble as well. Where the, best, players. the best part is that he had a T-shirt under the under yeah. the announce table ready to put on. Put on his yeah, well, he signed a contract earlier in the day, so he knew. Oh, yeah, I know that's what I mean, but <laughs> fair play to actually having it there because as we see, Macho Man, people don't always have him. Well, the Macho Man seems to be the exception to the rule, doesn't he? Yeah, I know, it's just annoying, though. It, it? it was incredibly frustrating. He's also a shite ref, which is more annoying. This match was uh, completely dead. Nobody really seemed to give a shit. No one was asked at all. You see, was over, but nobody actually cared. Uh, this match went on far too long for me. Uh, it's eight only about five minutes, or eight minutes. Eight, eight minutes. and a half minutes. There was, there was some little bits in there I enjoyed. Al Snow's like massive running clothesline right down the ramp. <laughs> and then he put the snowplow and finished the snowplow on it on Scott Taylor. King refuses to count. He doesn't want anything to do with it. Checking um, the shoulders, great work. That's yeah, he then he then leaves, gets a bottle of head and shoulders. Brian Christopher attaches that to head, pins him. Nobody really cared again. I don't think the crowd knew what was going on because Al Snow had Taylor in a pin as well. Yeah, and it wasn't particularly obvious that he was head and shoulders. The crowd really didn't react. Yeah. Lou, rubbish. Yeah, I appreciate the fact that Lawler refereed the entire match with his crown. Other <laughs> 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 than that, yeah. It, it, but I mean, the thing is, like, I didn't really know what was going on, but for me, it was obvious when, when Snow went for the pin that he wasn't the legal man because it was head, even though he wasn't head. I, I did think that because he but Straight, away, him, straight away, I thought, like, well, he's not a legal man. Yeah, yeah. So when everyone was like, even when JR was like, "Oh Lord, I don't want anything to do with it," he was to do his job, <laughs> technically. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Funny, yeah, a little uh, cute finish on it, but it didn't, yeah, it didn't really make sense. I like the stuff with head. Though. I think I think the whole storyline of head telling him what to do is quite amusing. Just shouting at this prosthetic head and right, head, help me on it. Head was a playable character on the video game. She was. It, yeah, it was. It had it a, just a body it had on a it, head, just, it yeah. with an invisible body. It had it hands and feet, and that was it. Yeah, <laughs> on attitude. There's I'd... one thing I'd also like to raise. Too much is entrance music. About it. Pan pipes. Just like my streaming music. <laughs> I'm cutting you off. You mentioned your stream again, you're getting cut off. No <laughs> <laughs> promote elsewhere. Not using rest of the good people of wrestling around. It's going to get sacked from wrestling around this year, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, that would just talk. That's what happens when Peter goes on bloody video. He gets sacked. Yeah. <laughs> Who's going to be your editor? Hello? Yeah, right. uh, yeah, I'll give it a go. <laughs> we'll do after, it. after the the rip and success of the YouTube video. Yeah, there we go. There you go. Like, um, yeah, people are ready for it. I, I will start. Turn the audio as well. We'll get that guy who does comrades, Matt Coon or something. 
Dave Silver. One of them, one of them does it, though. Yeah. We'll get that guy. We're big enough. Wrestling around, we're worldwide. Yeah, I, I just think that last match, the the finish was for the TV rather than the crowd. I mean, yeah. it, that would have been frustrating in the crowd. Like, what the hell's happening here? You don't know, because you can't, you can't, even on TV, it was hard to see what King had in his hands. That bloody little bottle of head and shoulders. Yeah, I think it's because I because I'd listened to that podcast last year. I think I knew the finish. Yeah. It come out to me. So I knew what it was, but otherwise, yeah, it would have been quite hard to work out, I think. Bloody rubbish. Right, so we'll move on to the next match. It is X-Pac with China. So everybody remember China, because she's on it a lot. It happened, that's a theme on every pay-per-view we watched. There's one manager who was on every single bloody match. Yeah. <laughs> I suppose yeah. it helps when she's with uh, DX, though, doesn't it? Yeah, but she's bloody all the time. So I was getting sick of her. Nothing. <laughs> Enough's enough. I'm not disagreeing with you. I'm just saying that's how she's in the other. China's number one fan. <laughs> and they're going against uh, Owen Hart. Um, it's about Owen Hart's music. I liked the fact that it, all the nation's music is like a saying that they've said and then the nation music. I find, <laughs> it, really, I find it really weird. I kind of liked it, but it felt so... <laughs> Because it was, it was enough is enough promo on it, and yeah. then <laughs> and then it was the nation music, the same as you smell what the rock is cooking. So that was what I was gonna say about the music. These were both in King of the Ring, and Owen Hart cost X Pac his place, so then X Pac cost Owen Hart his place. I thought this match would have been really good. It was okay. I don't think it was as good as I was expecting it to be. I enjoyed it. Yeah, it was all right, but it wasn't. Outstanding. I don't think. I, I just also, really, I didn't really get into it. I just I don't think the crowd really got into it either. Is, at, this, at this point in the show, the match, the, the whole show was going really slowly for me. Is this the first time that we've raised Owen Hart on this paper, uh, podcast? Sorry, no. No, he's been on a few times. Oh, uh, he was on Unforgiven, wasn't he? Yeah. 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 We saw his enough is enough promo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I tell you, it's the first time though that on this podcast. Mm-hmm. A successful running from Vader. Yeah. <laughs> Falls over there, doesn't he? Yeah, it's another one of them weird things that happens on this podcast, which we no one's ever planned for. So, like, the appearances of Tennessee Lee and Vader runnings. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they keep happening. Well, he does a splash and falls over. Yeah, he does. <laughs> I mean, he gets the result he wants this time, which he didn't do last because last time he just got run in. Just got his ass kicked to have a coffee again. What was he last time? I can't remember now. Isn't he a fair match? Have you forgot Unforgiven? I must have done obviously. I've enjoyed it. I've, basically, viewers, if you listen to the archives, what I've said, it, I'm talking bollocks, clearly. I'm talking absolute shite. I think everyone knew that. Oh, no, I do remember it in the Inferno. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then we have, someone clipped that as well. Terry Peters admitting he talked shite. <laughs> it's about time. We all knew it. That's the first, that's the first step, isn't it? Admit <laughs> it to yourself. First step is realising it. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, there was some. Decent things here. I expected a pretty cool drop kick through the ropes. And he, he did take a really nasty bump to the floor from the top rope, which just seemed really unnecessary. And then, of course, this match got a little bit better because Mark Henry came out, did a splash on X Pack. It's out of nowhere. China and Mark Henry squared up. And I didn't know if Mark Henry's shorter than I think he is or China's a lot taller. But did they have to... a rivalry at one point, I seem to remember? I don't know. I don't know. It's something when I saw it for some reason that was sticking in my head. Maybe that happened. Well, maybe X, X and the Nation had a thing, didn't they? Yeah, so maybe that's maybe that's what I'm thinking of. 
something happened there. But they 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 square up and while they're squaring up, I was aforementioned Vader comes in. <laughs> Everyone starts fighting. The ref gets distracted, so Hart's got X Pack in the in the sharpshooter, X Pack's tapping. China hits a DDT on Hart and then X Pack wins via pinfall. Eight minutes, shenanigans are plenty. Um not that dissimilar to the Rock Dan Seven match. Hello, what did you think? Yeah, as I said, I just for some reason I just couldn't get into it this match. I don't, I don't know what it was, but it just seemed pretty pretty flat all the way through. So you could tell it was kind of a good match, but I think it's because the crowd was so quiet that it, I just couldn't get into it. You know, sometimes the crowd's reactions just kind of grips you into a match, yeah. it, which is why like watching all the empty arena wrestling and our football just doesn't feel the same, does it? And I think it was the same here, even though the crowd were there. For whatever reason, arena. they just they just didn't care. Yeah, and I think that kind of took away from the match for me. There's a running theme of these ones in the middle where the crowd just didn't care. That's all. Yeah. The thing uh, is as well, it, from here it doesn't, it still doesn't really pick up, does it? With only a few matches left, do? Oh, I'm just looking at what we've got next. I was going to say the crowd didn't give a shit about that. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I didn't give a shit about it either. It's a legendary pay per view, but it is just for one match, really. It, the yeah. so it becomes more and more apparent drop at yeah. moments. Pete, what did you think of X Pack Owen Hart? I thought it was all right. Like I say, I quite enjoyed it. I I liked how they used the environment quite a lot with the rails and the and the tables. I thought they were quite good. I don't know. I maybe would have liked on another night. This might have been good, but I think it didn't feel as long as the previous match, which probably says to me I enjoyed it a lot more than the previous match. This one felt a lot yeah. shorter. That may, if do you know what I mean? When you're enjoying something, it doesn't feel long. Hence why Hull City feels like a four-hour stay. Um, <laughs> Not enjoyed them for years. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I thought it was a good match. Like I said, I, I, I maybe would like to see him do a bit more. Again, I don't know if they did, but I would like maybe like to see him do a few more matches so, together. This is one of the matches that I thought could have done with the extra gym. Get sacked the promos off and put another two minutes on this match. Yeah. I I just expected, I mean, I put two higher things on. I had expect going out and I expected it to be really, really good. And I did like just, the finish, though. That it was just all right. I did like the finish, though, that Owen's got... Xbox tapping out and then obviously China comes in DDTs and does it that way after the interruption yeah. from the nation again. It's another screwy finish though, isn't it? Yeah, but that, that's peak attitude here. Yeah. Isn't it? How many clean finishes? You don't realise you don't realise how many they are. I mean, to be fair, we haven't seen anybody go through a table yet, so <laughs> just wow. you were. Yeah. But I was watching like some of the other, or like especially in two thousands, literally people went through tables like every match. <laughs> So just well, I guess it, it, I'd have been well annoyed if I was Mick Foley, someone going through a table before he did. <laughs> JR mentions the cell match as well in this match, and he goes, "That's hell in a cell. It ain't going to be pretty." And you just think, God, you're just preempting something that you just can't even comprehend of what's about to happen. Well, we'll, we'll get to it, but JR didn't order the. No, no, no. I'm not saying that you knew, but you know when they're saying it, and you're thinking, God, if only you knew what yeah. they actually had planned. It is really not. like it's mad. That, that match is kind of looming over this whole paper, right? not just because yeah. you can see the cell all the way through it, but you just kind of build it up to it. I imagine that's, that's why that's you bought the ticket. Yeah, yeah, it's the focal point of the whole paper, isn't it? You, you're waiting to see that. Because, what is it, the third Hell in a Cell? Because they did the Shawn Michaels one, they did the weird, they did second, a weird tag team. Second on, second on paper, right? Oh, uh, is that what it is? They had a it weird was, one on it, Raw, didn't they? Yeah, it was more like a promo than a, well, a segment really, rather than a match. Yeah. It was Kane and Kane and Mankind against Stone Cold and Taker. 
Yeah. Is that it went about six minutes that one, didn't it? Oh, there was one there was one that went about six minutes on Raw. I think JR says this is only the second one, but yeah, there was the other one. There's some some weird hell as well. There's a dark match one since hell as well. Which is just but um yeah, that's the crowd, that's why the Went in it to see that match, so you'd be, wait, you'd be waiting to see that match. Yeah, you, I've just pulled, up, just pulled up a list, and it was a tornado tag on Raw <laughs> on the 15th of June, which was Undertaker and Stone Cold versus Mankind and Kane. I'm pretty sure they showed some of it in the in the video package for the minute. Event. Yeah, I think it was more a segment because one of them didn't get in the ring or something like that. It goes yeah. 10 minutes, apparently. Yeah, well, there we go. But well, um, I'm, think, I'm thinking of the Hell in the Cell after this, it was Kane versus Mankind and it ended in a no contest on the 24th of August in 98 in yeah. Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. Oh, there we go. Getting them all out there. And then the one after that, again, in Philadelphia. I mean, it was kind of cage in Pennsylvania. For Undertaker yeah. and Boss Man. Yeah, maybe they built it. Oh, God, we could come Pennsylvania. I bet they were on Three in a row, all in Pennsylvania. Well, speaking of Undertaker, we get... Another promo. Yeah, Paul Bearer comes out. I mean, this was rubbish. The best bit was JR. <laughs> JR called him a first-class pagan. That was yeah. <laughs> that was the best bit of this promo. It basically whinging that Taker broke into his house and beat him up. Look, like, you're you're a fan of promos. Defend this. No, not very good, was it? The promos <laughs> weren't very good on this. I just no, I just. I'm not going to defend every promo. I'm just saying <laughs> that's what I, happens. I, now. When I go to a wrestling show. Oh, I watch one. I like the promos. Like I'm not really like a. I'm not like a Meltzer type. I don't match quality and length doesn't really mean that much to me. Like I, the whole idea of wrestling for me is the entire show as a whole. That's why I'm always big on about like you know stage designs and, and setups and stuff like that. It's just the whole presentation for me. So I like to see promos when I'm there because I think that's when you get good crowd interactions, especially if you're indie shows and stuff. I know I always bang on a bit, but like WCPW and Joe Hendry used to come out do heel promos. It was great. So that's that's kind of why sometimes I think when you've got a, a pay per view that's just straight wrestling for three hours, it can get a bit tedious because wrestling is just one part of sports entertainment. Oh God, the internet will be in uproar. They love, they love me. They love me. Can you kick him from the call? That's what we're I do agree. I do agree with what he's saying. No, no, I agree. I just these, 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 these just, I just like, to put the rod out there for a little. It's always bite, a, so. um, it's a buffet. Wrestling's a buffet, isn't it? It's not for everyone. Yeah, just not Paul Bearer promos on pay per view. Yeah, yeah, this promo, this promo is shit. I don't know. Paul, Be- Paul Bearer is <laughs> Paul Bearer is the beige bit of the. Uh, this promo yeah. was the beige bit of the buffet, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. Well, then Vince's promo wasn't very good either, to be honest. Vince's the both crap. Terrible. Yeah. Get rid of him. Unfortunately, um, the next match isn't going to get any better. <laughs> so, um, oh, well, sorry, Lou, you probably really enjoyed this match. We've got the New Age Outlaws, who are massively over at this point. They're the WWF uh, tag champs. And I'm they're quite getting... so that they're over, to be fair. Yeah. They're... Well, yeah. Uh, I forget how over they were. They were the most popular part of DX, weren't they, by a country mile. I forget yeah. how like um, useless and fed wheelish Billy Gunn was. Yeah. He was like big cast with less charisma. <laughs> yeah. And he suck it, but... Is like <laughs> always rubbish. Yeah. <laughs> Road dog is like. It's got dripping. a good look because he's like six foot nine or something ridiculous, isn't he? Billy Goat. He's a lot taller than you think, isn't he? Oh, yeah. he's massive, isn't he, Billy Goat? Yeah, he's not very good, is he? <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. Six foot um, four. Is he, he's, not, he's king of the ring next year, isn't he? 
Shires. Shire wins it. Nine, nine, nine. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. King, yeah. king, king ass. He wins it as a heel, and only after he splits it with, well, like DX sort of dissolved on it. Yeah, next one he beats X Pack in the final. Is it the next, the next WrestleMania in it where um, Triple H turns on DX? Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's about three turns for the night, isn't it? Against, yeah. against Kane, isn't it? Yeah. So the New Age Outlaws are the WWF Tag Champions, obviously accompanied by China, because she's got nowhere to do. They're going against the New Midnight Express. They're the NWA Tag Champs, and they're coming out with Jim Cornette. And this one is it's for the big one, so just the WWF ones. <laughs> Thanks to JR. <laughs> well done. Completely taking out any like threat from the <laughs> NWA Tag Champions. It is weird though yeah, that those titles were on the uh, Impact show that we just just covered. Yeah. Strange that they've kind of there's, all, there's a lot of lineage, isn't there? Yeah. It's just it's a shame just... that these these two held them. Yeah, I mean, as over as the crowd was for the New Age Outlaws, they was absolutely dead throughout the full match. Um, Lou, was you upset about this? Because obviously your favourite wrestler, Bob Holly, did you mean that express? Oh, this is what I was going to send a picture of just when he. Like, what is the point? I think it got anywhere. What's his name? Boring Bob. Bombastic Bob. Bombastic Bob. Boring Bob. Fucking worst of my time, Bob, should be called. What, a, uh, what is the point in Bob Holly? What would you do then if Jeff Jarrett and Bob Holly had a singles match? Just watch it. Have <laughs> you had to? Even if you're reviewing it on here, I won't watch it. Nah. Nah. <laughs> right, well, it's fine. What is the point? No, but I feel like I feel like Jeff Jarrett, the character is annoying. I think Bob Bolly is the person who's just annoying. Oh, he's, a, he's a dick, eh? Slash fucking piece of shit. So <laughs> Yeah, I just I just don't get the point. I just don't get this like, oh, he's like a well, I'm a wily veteran. You can fuck all, mate. You know what I mean? It's like do you know what he reminds me of? These shit fucking Premier League footballers now on all these podcasts, like, oh I was such a lad back in my day. People like fucking Jeremy O'Hara. It's like, what have you done? What have you done? <laughs> Bob Holly's the same. <laughs> what, have you, what have you done? What have How you many... done? Yeah, you're a bit upset here, aren't you? I I I liked one thing in this match. What was that Jim Cornette getting low blood? The fact it ended. Okay, there was two. Yeah, well, there was three things then. The fact it ended, <laughs> Jim Cornette getting low blood, and the interlining story between Bodacious Bart and Billy Gunn, because obviously they were smoking guns at one point. Yeah, it didn't really get mentioned, does it? No, but they faced off, and I think it. I think they someone said they were did, brothers. Yeah, someone did. They were brothers. Uh, they might and, be um, in the storyline, but and then King were, went. Oh, but they got separate brothers, Charlie and Jim. I just went no. <laughs> 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 but I, I just like that they were former tag partners facing off against each other. Because I yeah, think they were pretty poor I mean, smoking guns. This match went eleven minutes. Uh, it was How did again. this match go longer than Owen Hart and X Pac? It was crap. It was crap. That's it was. It was. The crowd didn't care. No one cared. Cornet obviously did his normal thing. Got low blowed after being like Charlie was stuck behind him for about five Careful, minutes. If, it, if, he, if he listens to you, if he listens to this, I'll hurt you. He can yeah. hate me because whatever I've seen. Because this is the yeah. best thing in wrestling ever. Do you know what I mean? Nothing twenty twenty can do. Can, is fucking great. They'll put on some oh. great dramatic matches. Jim Connor, fuck off, fuck off, it's shit, fuck off, fuck off, Connor, you piece of oh. shit. Uh, yeah, I'll challenge Connor. Go on, say something else outdated. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> Jim, Con- Jim Connor, that's outdated. 
Yeah, from what I've seen of Jim Cornette, he's rubbish. So, you know, if you want to say something about our podcast, uh, He did the greatest so call you... of all time, though, didn't he? Greatest <laughs> commentary call of all time. And the Pichetti, it's out of Pichetti. It's out of Pichetti. <laughs> yeah, that, that wasn't good because of Cornette. It was because Cornette doesn't know how to say Pichetti. <laughs> Don't touch no. my shit. No, it was legendary. It's out of Pichetti. <laughs> I mean... This, yeah, well, so Connor get got involved uh, here with the tag belts. Chandler low blows him. New Age Outlaws win after dropping, I think it was Gun on the ropes. <laughs> I mean, that was the fitting ending for this match. <laughs> That's how it ended. It was a very strange ending, actually, wasn't it? It was. Because the whole low blow thing happened, and then just like, then Bob Holly just got laid out really good, but then the match ended anyway, and they won somehow. It was. It was rubbish. The uh, stats, it yeah. was rubbish. Did the new yeah. Midnight Express are the worst tag team of all time and don't belong anywhere in any pay-per-view ever again. Did anyone else feel uncomfortable Triple H commentating with no shirt on? No, because that was the next match. That's the next match. Oh, I wrote it down for the that <laughs> bollocks. Well, okay. For the next match, I felt quite uncomfortable. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. Come on, Pete. Let's get your head in the game. I've just wrote it down after that. I've obviously wrote it in the wrong place. So Spoiler I... alert there from Peter. He doesn't even get it, does he? Right, but Dude, I don't, think we, I don't think we need to worry about spoilers too much. Do you think there's anyone listening to this? He's <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm not sure what happened at Kicking Ignite and IA. What I'm going to do is I'm going to listen to the rest of the round and find out. Yeah, everyone? I just don't think it's going to happen. Yeah, yeah. We hear you, Ashburn. That's how our listeners, our listeners listen. You were Middlesbrough. I don't, I don't think that. I don't think these guys. Phil. Listen. What about Phil? What about Phil? Has he seen this? Yeah, I didn't. No, has he? Did you know? He, not, he listens to these. Let's sorry. not name our sorry, listeners like no. name by name, and also give away the fact that we've only got about three. <laughs> Let's, you know, we're worldwide. We are worldwide. But he, he loves the shout outs. So. Yeah. <laughs> Good to see you. He's joining us next week, isn't he? <laughs> don't be starting that. <laughs> right, we might as well move on from that. We don't, we don't do guests on this podcast. <laughs> it's bad enough having me here. Yeah, it is. Well, you are getting replaced. <laughs> oh, that, that I'm fine with. We'll do that. Yeah. <laughs> we might as well move on to the next match because Peter's already ruined a bit of it. Um, <laughs> we've got the King of the Ring final. So we've got Ken Chamrock against The Rock. Legend of course, Charlie. You might as well just do a ringside and then watch you get going to the back um, yeah, I, I during the commentary. I'd under the ring for five minutes trying to have for what it's worth. I was say, I'm, bit, I'm pretty sure Triple H only took a shirt off when he squared up with a rock. Um, yeah, I took it off right at the beginning. Yeah, he oh, did it? Yeah, he ripped yeah. it off on a thermocle, yeah. Yeah, all right. Well, there we go. What was annoying me, though, was just Triple H in general with his crap jokes. Yeah, there's a beautiful moment. What was a beautiful moment? China doing like Spanish. <laughs> Well, that was great. I didn't know the male issue was bad. Yeah, that was, that was weird. I wasn't expecting but that. also, Triple H came out as bisexual. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he did. And then, <laughs> then realised he'd come out as bisexual. <laughs> I don't know what he was going with. Yeah, the best line was Jago. Like, this is live, pal. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what he went, oh, I'm buying a lot of things, but not bilingual. Like, what did he mean, what did he mean by that? <laughs> well, it's like when Kurt Angle came out as bisexual at one night stand, wasn't it? Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because time out. Yeah, there you beautiful, go. Beautiful moment. I mean, it was, it, it was just crap, and it took away from the match for me. It, yeah, it's it, it not as good on commentary as it was. Yeah, it was very part of its time, wasn't it? For sure. Stop trying, lad. This is yeah. before he became 
what he's well known for in it as well when he, before he became like the best. As well, well, you have to try that now because he would literally, he'd only just started replacing Shawn Michaels, hadn't he? Yeah, yeah. He's just, just rubbish. So the, the match um, itself went, actually, actually went 14 minutes. So I think like the third longest match on this card. Really forgettable, this match. Considering it was a final. Yeah. Two the people book. involved. It was just forgettable. I tell you what I found a bit strange. I was for sure that Triple H was going to get involved in the finish. Yeah, I thought it was. But yeah, he got sort of involved halfway through, didn't he? Yeah. yeah. There was one bit that was real nasty in this when he got thrown over the rope and he got his arm caught in the top. Oh, yeah. Socket, yeah. never know. Yeah, but Shamrock gets the win after an ankle lock, so he's the new King of the Ring. Lou, fan of the final match? <laughs> no. I feel like we just had to go this pay-per-view all the way through. It was crap. Uh, yeah, it just is a bit... I, I thought it, I got into it after a while. It started really slowly again. Yeah. Don't know what was up with the crowd, but yeah, I think the, crowd, the crowd were just excited for one thing. But they? I, yeah, they started getting into it, and I, which when I started getting into it, I think it was when Triple H got involved the first time, to be honest. But yeah, I just it, it was weird. I mean, it, it put Ken Shamrock up in a big way. The the pop that Shamrock got yeah. was massive to me. It was, yeah, and it, it could he, have been a big deal. I know it was because yeah. he wasn't his heart wasn't really in it as we discussed last week. Yeah, because he's a monster as well when you look at him. Ken Shamrock felt like a big star during this whole pay-per-view, to be honest, which I thought was quite well done. And obviously he won clean, which I didn't expect. But yeah, as a match, like it's nothing you're going to remember, really. Like I kind of forgotten that Ken Shamrock even won. I was going to say, we were struggling to think who even won it the other week, weren't we? He has great music, though. He does. It's lovely. Yeah, it's great music. But yeah, this should have... Like rocketed him into the main event scene, it just never did, did it? It didn't. It didn't benefit him at all. I, I mean, did he win? Did he even win that much in WWE? I know he got the IC title for a bit, didn't he? I, mean, I assume he'll have had the hardcore title. He left a year later. Let's have a look what he won yeah. championships. Yeah. He just never got into it, did he? So no. in in his time, he won the IC title once, won the tag titles with Big Boss Man once. And King of the Ring, and in '98 he won the WWF Intercontinental Championship tournament, whatever that is, which mm-hmm. I suppose will be when he won the IC title. But that—that's it. That was—that's all he won. Yeah, yeah well, he won there. That was in there for like two years, wasn't he? Won there long. Yeah, I, I don't know. Like I said, I, I just thought he'd probably won a bit more than that. I thought he'd won the hardcore belt. Maybe I'd maybe just thought he was maybe a lot longer than what he actually was. Well, yeah. Um, what did you think of the match, Peters? The final. It was all right, wasn't it? I mean, like you say, it was before The Rock became the mega star that he turned into, and Shamrock. I thought Shamrock did all right. I like the finish with the reversal into the ankle lock, but again, it, it's just quite a forgettable match, isn't it? Really, and the thing is, King of the Ring '98, such a memorable pay per view. But when you look at it on the front, it's not very good, is it? Let's be honest. It's, it's, a, it's about good. to get better, though. No, no, I'm not saying that. I'm not saying that it's not. But up until this point, it was it's crap. pretty. It's pretty poor <laughs> for such a for such a famous pay per view. But the match it, itself, I mean, for a final match, did it really offer that much? No. Did it benefit Shamrock? No. Should it? Prob- should it be in the Rock at this time? Probably not. Well, it's surprising, isn't it? Because The Rock... But then in a year's time, look what yeah, The Rock into, The Rock so. obviously went massive, so you would have thought he would have won something like this. Yeah. Similar to Stone Cold. But, but, then you th- but did they expect The Rock to turn into what he turned into? 
I think you could see bits of it. You could it was, see it, but whether it was about a champion by end of year, I yeah, I definitely yeah. was in early '99, so probably the signs were there certainly, especially in the dominant when he was took over the nation when he was obviously giving out the hilarious watches and then Farouk a picture of himself and that. So there's the comedy there, but I wonder if they maybe just wanted to push Shamrock at this time because he obviously fit the mold of a superstar more than the, what The Rock did in terms of size and and stature really of a of a human. I don't know, maybe they thought because The Rock was already in the continental champion, he didn't need to win both. Yeah, well, that's it. Though. I mean, at the end of the day, we'll never know, will we? It's all if, buts and maybes, isn't it? But for me, wrong champion. Well, there we go then. <laughs> Peter's not happy. <laughs> He's looking seething, isn't he? Look at him. No, I think, yeah, I think in retrospect, but I think it was probably the right call based on the fact. If they, if they already had plans for the, the Rock, which they must have done, if he was. I'm pretty sure he won the world title at Survivor Series. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, Unless they wanted it's to a, do it. It's, a, it's worth having a go. You've got to take a risk, haven't you? Because I think one of the criticisms with WWE is always they don't take risks on building new stars. The, the thing is, as well, I suppose the King of the Rings is a free hit, isn't it? To see how people get over. Yeah, that's it. Like, you could get a Stone Cold, but you could get a Mabel. It doesn't really matter, does it? Like, it's yeah. not like. It's not going to go down any annals of history like a Royal Rumble does. It's not as big an achievement as that, to be honest. Yeah. It's a bit like Money in the Bank now, isn't it? Like, you can give yeah, it a go it, and see, see if it works. Yeah. Oh, yeah, Mandy. Yeah. <laughs> Like Otis, at first I was like, what the Otis? I, I, it's like, well, I, I absolutely they, love the they're, they're, giving a, they're giving a fan favourite a chance, yeah, aren't they? So, yeah. And that's why yeah. we're crazy about doing. I guess it's the same here, really. Seriously enough, are they? Yeah, but I guess it's the same here with Ken Shamrock, really. Like, it, it was a risk, but yeah, why not Why not take it? You've got a star power on top. You could that, is, that is true. You could take a lot more risks at this time. Well, there we go. So we'll get on to the reason why we're covering this pay-per-view. The reason the why... Reason. I, Anybody ever remembers this pay per view? The, the match that everyone's I'm, listening to this. Yeah, the match that pretty much I'm sure every wrestling fan in the world has seen at least once. All right, definitely, it, if they're not seen it once, they've seen the two main bits in it. Yeah, and um, if you haven't, spoiler alert: how, how are you, how are you a wrestling fan? Yeah, we're gonna watch. Well, Mankind versus the Undertaker in Hell in a Cell. It was weird this because Mankind was feuding with Austin and Taker was feuding with Kane. And then they just sort of switched it up, didn't they? So Mankind then started feuding with Undertaker and Kane started feuding with Austin. It's Hell in a Cell. It's not as big as the Hell in a Cell now, is it? They say 16 foot. Yeah. Um, obviously, it's a lot, less flim- lot more flimsy, sorry, as well. Which, well, which shows yeah. what happens later on. At least, at least it's not red. That, yeah, that it is, it is yeah. red. Yeah, that is true. And yeah. filmed under a red light as well. Yeah. <laughs> Mankind starts on top of the cell after throwing a chair up there. Impressive uh, throw. Yeah. They, they don't get enough credit that. I did wonder how he got the chair up there. I, thought, I always thought he climbed a bit, but... That would have been impressive hard, as well. But, but, yeah, yeah. yeah, one arm, one arm climb. Yeah. <laughs> but what yeah, did I do? I'd have probably that. stuck it... No, if you, I'd have stuck it in the mesh and then pulled myself up on it, I think. Possibly. Hmm. I don't think yeah, I'd have... Yeah. I imagine you'd be great throwing the chair up there. <laughs> So Undertaker comes out and he's limping. Does he like broke his ankle or something? I know, he's got a foot injury or Did he have a broken foot? It's the Germany got a broken ankle, I think, yeah. It's yeah. somewhat broke and he shouldn't be wrestling today, which yeah. makes one of the points later on, which we'll oh. get to quick. Yeah. And you think, Oh and it's not even one of the main things, just oh, now I you, know, now I you know, know what, what happened. Yeah. I know what you mean. Can I just so, point out a bit of uh, commentary? Go on, Piers. So, JR, I don't know if JR says it may be the last structure they stand in before going to the hospital. 
and it may be the la- king. It may be the last time before the morgue. And again, <laughs> with what happened, you're thinking, "Oh my word, there could not have been more right." Oh, sorry, uh, Jr. Well, mentioned, very mentioned well. the red mentioned the Red Cross a lot during the show. Were they, were they some sort of sponsor? I wonder if they had a charity thing with them, maybe. maybe. I didn't, I didn't yeah. know this, to be honest. We mentioned they went across like three or four times, which I thought was strange. Maybe JR's like a patient for him or something. Yeah, yeah maybe, yeah. Good old JR, isn't Because with the, you know, he was fighting his Bell's pauses, maybe he'd done something with them all. Yeah, yeah. they just mentioned it quite a few times, and I thought it was strange. I don't know, I never, met, I never really noticed it. No, I didn't, to be fair. So, yeah, Taker climbs up the cell with his sort of dodgy foot slash ankle, and then almost immediately... Big Foley's thrown off it. <laughs> yeah. I didn't think it was that quick. I, I don't. I thought it was about five, ten minutes. Well, in. I feel like you realised because the foot went through it early on. Yeah. Well, you I think they realised they couldn't do much up there. Yeah. So you just you have to the go for it. You? You, when the camera's looking up, I'm yeah. doing it on a video on a podcast, and you can see the clips actually hitting the camera and falling down, and you can hear them. And there's one where it does it, and literally the, the foot almost comes through the mesh, doesn't it, yeah. of the cell. Yeah, well, yeah. so full is sort of thrown off through the Spanish announce table. This, for me, is the ultimate bump off the cell. I know Shane Man's jumped off it recently. I know Kishi got chosen off it, but Shane Man's was higher. I'll give him that. But it's a, it just a back bump in it. Shane McMahon's was a lot more controlled because yes. you look at the area between the cell and the table that he landed on. If he'd have been a foot, Either way, he'd be fucking dead. But this is the only dead. one where the wrestler getting thrown off has to move their body in the air. Exactly. So yeah. no, Shane was like, obviously it's impressive, but it, there was an airbag underneath it, like the news was happening. Yeah. This one it, they didn't, which in hindsight is madness. And the and the yeah. Spanish announced table, the commentators also don't know, and they get like Mick yeah. Foley pulling towards them and fall over. It's yeah. just unbelievable, isn't it? Well, you can see immediately how scared everyone in the back is, the way that they come out. Well, is you know that, how scared they are in the back. Jared Baker, isn't he? Where he's just like, shit, <laughs> killed Mick, <laughs> pretty much. That's it, he's dead. Yeah, because yeah. he must have no idea what's going on. Uh, Undertaker. No. Um, well, then the, the cell raises up as well with him on it. Good balance to it. I'd be like shooting myself on top of that thing anyway, but if it started moving me on top of it... Too many characters as well. Yeah. Especially that. Like, I thought that was even more terrifying, the fact that the foot had already gone through it once. Yeah. yeah. I'm like, I'd, I'd be shooting myself, yeah. And like, say, the I'd, at least be, I'd at least be hanging on to the rope that's lifting it up. I, I, I'd, I'd just be fucking laying down on the thing. <laughs> just, I, wouldn't be, I wouldn't be doing anything. I'd just be laying down. Obviously, yeah, we're trying to sit on one of the stanchions or something. He just goes and grabs the thing in the middle, doesn't he? I thought he just stood there freely. I, I mean, he might do. It. I, don't, I don't know. I, I was thinking, thinking, I thinking, just stood there looking Undertaker. Maybe I'm thinking of the Edge and Christian one, because they was also on the cell and it got raised up, weren't they? Yeah. I mean, it's quite... It's but again, quite they knew it was going to happen, though. I don't think he yeah. expected it to happen, did he? It's quite no. a spectacle, though, and it? Undertaker just stood there with Mick Foley just yeah. the, and the car crash that ensued. Yeah, so Foley's on the on the floor, gets his mask took off straight away. Yeah. Terry Funk comes out, loads of the trainers come out, even Vince comes out, and Vince, Vince, Vince looks scared. Genuinely looks concerned, and he's like, out of kayfabe, looks genuinely yeah, concerned. Yeah. They put mankind on a stretcher, which is why the, the cell gets raised up. And gets all the way to the ramp and then. Just, I, do you think the, do you think they knew he was going to get back up? Do you think he was going to carry on? I I think they thought that was it. It was done. Because the commentary is saying, "Oh, we expected this to be long, but this, yeah. this is done." 
Somehow mankind gets up, and I mean, it looks like his arm's not in his socket. Well, he dislocated it, didn't he? He's just hanging by him. Uh. He not only gets up, he climbs back up the cell. Yeah, Ticket grabs a chair. In hindsight, it's a bad move. <laughs> they start fighting, and he gets choked on through the cell. Again, I didn't realise how early that on that was until him getting back on top of the cell. Well, apparently, the cell was supposed to go through, but it wasn't from this choke slam. Right. Because as well, they, they didn't know the chair was there, did they? That's no, what knocked him out. The cell was supposed to gradually break. Right, okay. I did, because I think McFoley says he doesn't know why. I imagine it's because he just got thrown off the top of a 16-foot cell through a table, but he doesn't go all the way up for the choke slam. He just sort of gets pushed down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. McFoley says if he went up for that choke slam, he probably would have died. Yeah, but as well with the chair there in the position it was, it's obviously meant to choke slam him onto the chair, but it's fallen through. And when he's crashed through, that's what knocked him out, wasn't it? The chair, yeah. I think. Yeah, yeah, as he's fallen the chair, it's him in the head. Brown chair as well, different colored chair. We've had cream, we've had black, we've had blue, we've now got brown. <laughs> yeah. I think I don't think I've ever seen a brown chair in another pay per view before as well. Yeah, so this is horrendous bump, really. It doesn't probably don't think it's that bad because he's just been chucked off the cell. <laughs> the chair hits him in the face, and then there's a bit where you can make he's sat in the corner, he's smiling, and his tooth's gone uh, into his nose, and he stays there for the rest so of the match. Apparently, he he said he wasn't smiling. Uh, he's like his lip had split, and he was trying to put his tongue through it to show the camera that his lip had split. Right, but he just made it look like he was smiling. And then, but, he, um, but he also at first said that that second bump wasn't planned, but apparently that was just because his wife was that unhappy with him and he lied, he lied about it. <laughs> Basically. Yeah. The thing is as well, that made it onto his entrance video, didn't it? As Mankind as well. Some, a lot of these moments. It's an yeah. iconic thing, eh? Yeah, it's an iconic image, isn't it? Yeah. This is the bit I was on about, right? So we know that um, Undertaker's got a broken foot. He then jumps down through the cell. Oh, oh you bad. can see him landing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I thought I didn't know he'd had a broken foot, and when he does it, and obviously he sort of jumps up, Dunny and limps. I thought he'd like sprained his ankle or something. Until you've obviously just said yeah. then. The, my possibly my favourite bit of the Hell in the Cell match is uh, so Turkey starts beating on the medical staff, and they carry on. He chokes Lam Terry Funk. He specifically died, and they just to, to get chokes Lam out of his shoes. <laughs> Another favourite of the yeah. show, Terry Funk. Terry Funk, yeah. I love, yeah. how his I love how one of his shoes he just remained in the ring for the rest of the match. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, the, the, I the think, like, he, goes, he goes backstage and he's just hopping around like because he's just got one shoe. And... They're so pearly white as well. But I expect yeah. Terry Funk to have proper gross like socks. Do you know what I mean? He doesn't look like a clean fella, does he? Oh. Just imagine to have proper brown socks. <laughs> Slander on Terry Funk. Choke yeah. you out with some bad Speaking of stuff that's unclean, I noticed this in the match before, but I forgot to raise it. This ring. Ring cam- this ring camera yeah. is disgusting. Yeah, drill sweaty. Yeah, need to wash it, don't they? I think they're using I... you on like every show now, don't they? Yeah, but I think there must have been like budget restraints back in the day. But oh, it's gross. Two or three times in, don't they? Know. Yeah, yeah. gross. They change it between most matches. Yeah, so I know they can't be they can't be washed, can they? No, well, you can't use it once. Yeah, but yeah, you're a billion dollar company, aren't they? That's probably yeah. right. <laughs> but they still sell off their ring cameras in pieces, don't they? I do really. Yeah, yeah, like big, for big matches, you can buy like a pack with like a pack of the ring cameras. Um, yeah. yeah. Is that completely not wrestling related? But um, you know when Anthony Joshua beat Andrew Ruiz in Saudi Arabia, one of the Saudi Arabian princes bought the ring and then he got the crew to take it down and put it back up in his house. Huh. 
Imagine, <laughs> imagine having the Hell in the Cell in your house. He's got like a spot. He might one. It might be one of the same ones that was involved with the, the wrestling, but he's got like a, a mute spot in his house. He's yeah. got the actual, which is just. Because I, I mean, yeah, WWE leave, yeah, they leave a ring in each country now, don't they? So they, have like, they have like a storage facility. So when they come across like the UK, for instance, well, obviously oh. they got the phone center now, but yeah, they leave. Do they bring like all around the world so when they go to those countries they can just pick it up from storage? That makes a lot of sense. Makes sense yeah. yeah. Anyhow, back to the match. This match carries on. <laughs> so, he's in a bloody bad way, Mick Foley. He's knocked out. He's toes through his lip. He's got all in it. Taker's bloody broke his foot. And then Taker starts smashing him with a steel step. <laughs> they actually have a match. Mankind is not often It's... Yeah. Horrendous. And there's still two more ridiculous spots. Yeah, well, Taker yeah. gets bust open uh, on the cell. Mankind then obviously gets thumbtacks out. <laughs> well, Which apparently he doesn't remember doing, does he? Yeah, he gets the Undertaker afterwards, doesn't he? Yeah. Um, because I oh, did I use the tax and the Undertaker just goes, but look at your ham. Because, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so they use the tax. Uh, well, they get the tax out. Taker survives a mandible claw. Oh, we managed to do, I don't know. He then sort of drops Mankind on the tacks, but he doesn't really go with him, so Mankind just rolls in him for a bit. I don't remember there being this bump in the tacks, actually. I always thought it was the next bump, but I didn't, I didn't forgot that there was a back body drop onto them. And then, yeah, like I, I say, then, then they, the bit fully rolled around. Yeah. And then, like you said, take a choke slams Mankind onto the tacks again. <laughs> Finally, tombstones him, puts him out of his misery. The whole thing goes 17 minutes long. I'd be interested to see how long it was scheduled to go without all the stoppages and the stretches and the God knows what. But, ah, Lou, sum up that if you can. What a a match, yeah. I think it was just, it'll never happen again. Yeah, I wrote that. For good reason. Yeah, I don't think it should happen again. No. No, I almost kind of ruined Hell of Cells from this point onwards. I know there's been some good ones since, but like, when was this? Okay. Nine, so 22 years later. You still kind of, when you hear Hell in a Cell, you still kind of hope something like this is going to happen, don't you? I know, yeah. I know it never does. I know Sherman Man kind of like started raising the bar once again when it comes to this stuff. But yeah, I think it made it difficult for like any Hell in a Cell to just continue. What next? Uh, or to do afterwards, yeah, because where do you go? What the hell do you go from this? Well, you did it again, didn't Triple H put him through? Yeah, but that one was planned yeah. to end for the ring as well, didn't he? Yeah. Yeah, and obviously then they had the Armageddon one. Where Rikishi got pushed off the top, didn't he? Into yeah, that which we will, we'll definitely cover in December. That's a wrestling around promise right now. Armageddon 2000. Favourite view of all time, I think. Yeah, but... Yeah, I don't, I don't, it was just history, history making, right? Yeah, it's not much of a match. Didn't need to be. I don't think I'd have been really cared if it ended after the two bumps, to be honest. <laughs> I don't think I'd have cared that much if I had the one bump. I don't, the think the cra- yeah. I don't think the crowd would have either. No. I think you were prepared for it to just end there. Like, bloody hell, what's just happened? Absolute madness. Yeah. yeah, it'll never happen again. Probably right. But, yeah, what a match. I, I love this. I really did. Really enjoyed it. I know it's not a storytelling classic or anything. It's just absolute chaos. But It's a moment. It, 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 it sums up Night's wrestling, really, doesn't it? This is what you watched it for. No one watched for the Tokyo Dome six-star classics. Just you watch for this? Yeah. Yeah. Hey, Peters. Thoughts on the match? Uh, just very similar to Lou. I, I were, you'd never see anything like this ever again now. And again, rightly so. I mean, 
it's just unbelievable isn't it that something like this actually happened and for him to walk out as well of this match after being chucked off the top put through it tax you name it ridiculous Mick Foley is just um, a, a ridiculous man <laughs> yeah, but, I don't know how he's walking. No, I, well, I think he struggles with that, doesn't he? But bless him. But, but the fact that he's walking at all oh, no. is just ridiculous. But it, this match is just, it's a classic match, isn't it? It's, it's the moments that you live for as a wrestling fan. But it's not, again, as great as it is, it's not something I like to see again because it is quite uncomfortable to look at in some places. Obviously, knowing that he almost died basically in the middle of a fucking ring well apparently Vin said to him thank you for doing that for the company but don't ever let me catch you doing it again yeah. <laughs> it's fair play because yeah, yeah, yeah. you hear a lot of bad things about Vince but he, I think he genuinely does care about his, his like wrestlers the thing yeah. is I think if you get injured on his watch like seriously injured it'll look after you yeah so it seems to be I'd love that. Someone's he's got to do an interview soon, isn't he? Someone's gonna to have to do a, a biopic with him. Sit down, sit down, interview with Vince, yeah. And then was, was it was it not meant to be a movie about his life with Bradley Cooper? Yeah, I don't know. You hear it all the time, don't you? Yeah, and that one, and the the Chris Hemsworth uh, Hulk Hogan one, it'll yeah. happen, it'll which apparently after. is actually happening. The Vince McMahon thing will happen after he dies. There's no way Vince will do it. I'm, I'm sure there's a film coming out, but I think the issue was Vince wanted too much creative control over it. Right. And that and that's why it'll happen after he dies. Yeah. Or it'll be like an official one. But yeah, I'm sure that was coming out with Pandemonium starring Bradley Cooper. I'm sure it was going to be a a thing. And then the Chris Sands of Hulk Hogan one, which apparently is happening on Netflix soon. Uh, I would watch both of them. Yeah, I would yeah, I just, watch them both. It's like he's stunk. Yeah, what the Broken School session was, it was the one stunk or podcast over us. So fascinating, wasn't it? Yeah. Just to get a, yeah into I, his mind. Can you imagine like, what his autobiography kind of would be like? Yeah, the Bruce Pritchard ones. But God, imagine like Conrad and Vince. Yeah, yeah it would be incredible. I, I'd love a Vince autobiography. Yeah, oh, Vince, come on, wrestling around. Yes. Yeah. We, yeah, we'll, we we'll, said we didn't have a good guess, but we'll do it for you, Vince. I'll, I'll, sure, I'll tweet him now. Yeah, tweet him. Say tweet thanks for coming wrestling around podcast, mate. Yeah. And as I'll well, just, I'll see if his DMs are open. Just, just on another note, <laughs> right I bet Sto- Stone Cold and Kane must have been watching that and going, "How the hell do we follow that?" Yeah, how do you? How do you follow that? Because I, I don't think they told anyone today, so I bet they no. apologise to them too. Yeah, we'll just wait for Lou to finish. His, his DMs are not open. Yeah, yeah, I just, get the tweets sent. I just tweet him. Yeah. So, yeah um, anybody who like sees it as well, follow it. I assume you're doing it from the official wrestling around. Of course. Yeah. yeah. So anybody watching it, you know, retweet and beg him or something. Uh, That's for, yeah. Hey Vince, want to come on our podcast? We have a few questions. Yeah, Do it. done. Send it. That's reasonable, isn't it? Yeah. I think reasonable request. He listens anyhow. I don't you, Vince? So who yeah. don't listen? There we go. So coming soon, hopefully, Vince. There we go. Is there he replied? Is he replied already? Yes. Yeah, I said. Well, God damn, pal. Yeah. <laughs> there we go. Next week, join us with Vince. <laughs> Imagine. All right. So we'll. Um, main event time. Yeah, the main event, because that wasn't the main event, apparently. We've got uh, Kane. It would be now. Yeah. I don't it know. Would, this was still a pretty big match. No, I'm not saying it's not a big match, but I think in modern day WWE, they put 
they don't always finish on a title match, do they? So I think the hell in the cell would be the the finishing match now. Yeah, but they always finish on Stone Cold. Yeah, I'm I'm, I'm saying now. Yeah, I think now I think now though they'd always finish on Stone Cold. Yeah, yeah but Stone Cold would be there, would he? I, 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 what's the what's the question here? I don't understand. I'm saying Pete's just saying if that hell in the cell was happened, that would be the main event. Well, it'd be um, it's been awful, wouldn't it? Because they can't walk, I Yeah, I'm saying Stone Cold. Stone Cold goes on last at all times. That's that's the, right. the WWE mantra in it. Hogan was paused. Stone Cold was stunned. First one. Yeah, there we have it. Stone Cold versus Baron Corbin. Be great. Fuck it, Vince. I'd, I'd watch it. We'll ask him next week when he comes on. Yeah, we'll ask him. Yeah. Uh, so this is yeah, Kane. He's going to be accompanied by Paul Bearer against Stone Cold, the current WWF champion. In the first blood match, um, I know what you're thinking. Kane's covered in... Well, covered. <laughs> How can he bleed? That's Very clever. It, if you, I don't know if you noticed, but he normally has one sleeve, and on this one he wears double sleeves. Well, like they mention that, sleeve. they mention yeah. that commentary, don't they, as well? Yeah, King brings it up. But not only is this a first blood match, if Kane doesn't win, he promises to set himself on fire. So there's loads of there's loads of gasoline uh, cans all around. Just been out there all night, we forgot to mention. I was going to say, they, they were there at yeah, the Yeah, it was on the commentary table, table, weren't they? Yeah. 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 Um, Why not? So Kane beat Undertaker to be number one contender. Then somehow mankind got involved and take it. He's Russo. They all got mashed together. Then he does this a lot, doesn't he? He did this. He just mashes feuds together. Who the hell thought it was a good idea for Mick Foley to come back out once again? Oh, hang on, Peters. We'll get to that. You just <laughs> said mankind comes out. I didn't. I said mankind was involved in the feud. Uh, well, yeah. Don't matter. Does it? Spoiler alert again from yeah, Peters. That's the old saying goes that we're going to find a t-shirt one day. I'm sure. Put a pin in that for now. Yeah. <laughs> Put a pin in it, Peters. We'll get there. Stop getting too excited. Look at him. <laughs> I'll bring you in, don't worry. Yeah, well, when we release merch, that's the first one. Put a pin in it. Yeah, <laughs> it's happening. Um, we, can actually, we can actually release, like, drawing pins, wrestling on drawing pins. We lost his face on. Put a pin in it. Pins. Yeah. <laughs> there we go. So Austin comes out. He's, like, I mean, this dude, who cares, isn't it? Because he's, like, a staph infection in his elbow. So I suppose his arm is completely tipped up. Yeah, yeah like some sort of massive ball on the end of his elbow. Ugh. Looks horrendous. So I, don't just... want, I don't want to bring the mood down because I just I've only just remembered. I think Brian Pillman died the night before this. Did he really? Did he? I think, yeah. I think it was his pay-per-view. Did he was definitely a king of the ring. He don't mention it, and he was on the roster. Let's have a look. Is he was supposed to be against gold or something? He died fifth of October ninety seven. Okay. <laughs> 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 Fucking idiot. Yeah, well, he, died, he definitely died before a pay-per-view. Yeah, he did die before oh, a pay-per-view, yeah. and they definitely mentioned it. For some reason, <laughs> I thought it was this one. This wasn't this one, was it? Did they not do loads of tributes to him? In Your House 18, Bad Blood. Bad Blood. Oh, that was the first Hell in a Cell. I knew it was a Hell in a Cell. Right, yeah, yeah. Ignore, ignore me then. Right. Just that <laughs> well. Shall I get back to the scripts, what we've got written down, John? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I knew, I knew he died before a famous Hell in a Cell. Right, so Austin's got his uh, his arm all tipped. Thought it was weird. No, I mentioned it. <laughs> well, yeah, it would have been weird if they did mention it. <laughs> rest uh, in peace. Yeah, rest in yeah, peace. Rest in peace, peace so Kane and Austin are like brawling because what else do you do in the first blood match? And for some strange reason, the cell starts lowering, and nobody actually says why. Dude, it's yeah. not like it's they not. I like... blame it on Paul Bearer, don't they? Yeah, but he just stood at ringside. 
I know, but I'm, I'm just... Oh, I've got me. <laughs> well, I just say that's what they try to blame me on. Why did you book it like that then, Peter? <laughs> God damn it, pal. Um, Mind tricks. Yeah. So they sell, like, does start lowering, and they do some quite cool things with it. So they're using it as it's lowering. Kane, like, one point holds Austin underneath it, trying to crush him. Then it starts going back up, and Kane's, like, hanging over the door. Oh, man. <laughs> Just... He's a big fella as well to be hanging, isn't he? He's quite, he goes a little higher than oh, he, yeah. he was going to. Undertaker's still stood on top of it as well. Yeah, probably. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get to we'll get the secret in a second. Uh, so they carry on fighting all around the arena. Here we go, Peters. What happens next? Buddy Mankind comes down, doesn't he? <laughs> the chair running. <laughs> who? Who? And backstage goes, right, he's been tripped off a cell. He's got a tooth hanging through his nose. He's been chucked in thumbtacks. He's come through a cell. Thinks, oh, yeah, that's a great idea. Let's have him run down with a fucking chair. I like Mick, to... Mick, what day is it? Monday. What year is it? 2004. Yeah, he's all right. He'll go out. I, I like to think that Mankind was sat on somewhere and he'd, like, the medical professional looking after him just turned around to get something. And, and, got... <laughs> and Mankind <laughs> run off. Yeah. Almost like a cartoon. <laughs> and he's like running after him. I mean, in, yeah, in all seriousness, even what we know about like head trauma and as little as people knew in the 90s surely that's still not a good idea in anyone's book i mean the the story has just been stupid yeah it because he didn't really need to come out it could have worked with just the next running um it comes out anyhow gets a stunner for his troubles (laughs) so this kid and taker comes out with a chair in a t-shirt weird that's all I'm doing. He's probably hobbling as well, isn't he? Yeah. Probably yeah. hobbling his way down to the ring here. <laughs> probably the two slowest runnings I've ever seen. <laughs> <laughs> one knocked out man who doesn't know what day of the week is, and one man with a broken ankle. Yeah, absolutely. He comes out with, with a chair. Um, so he swings for mankind, misses, and hits Austin. This busts Austin open. Earl Ebner had been knocked out earlier on. Take a pause, petrol on him. Gassier. To wake, wake him up is that why? <laughs> There's no like real explanation for it. Picture taken as a guy. Covers hell. I've never in petrol. Then Kane it's taken with a chair. Austin it's came with a chair. Elabner finally realizes Austin's bleeding. I mean he's covering it with his, his face. So Kane's announced as the winner. The pay-per-view then ends with a shot of Stone Cold looking in disbelief or absolutely covered in blood. Just sort of cut to black then. It only went 14 minutes. In isolation, I think this is a really good match. After what you've witnessed, it was really, really harmed by the chaos before. What, yeah. do, you think? what do you think, Lou? Yeah, it, just, it does feel a bit tacked on, doesn't it, really? I like an extension of that match. It yeah, really... Yeah. Um, I mean, the whole thing really overshadowed Kane's... But like, it wasn't his only title run, but his only title run of this era of Kane. I, I mean, his next one was like... Two, yeah, I think his next one was like 2008, it, wasn't it? Lost it the Monday night. Yeah, yeah lost it in there. The, the big gold in 2008, I think. That's yeah, around yeah, yeah, he won money in the bank and then cashed it in the same night, didn't he? Yeah. It was a, yeah, a, lot, a long, long time after this. But yeah, I don't know. Yeah, it was just... Yeah, I quite enjoyed it. It seemed to be like an abrupt ending to the pay-per-view. I was going to think it ran out of time, but it was quite a short pay-per-view, wasn't it? It was only like two and a half hours. Yeah. So I'm not really sure what happened there. Unless it was just to kind of 
make you think, oh, Christ, what just happened? You know what I mean? Like, it was, I think no one expected. I think if I was watching it on its own, I'd have expected Kane to somehow set himself on fire. Yeah. Well, I wonder if it ended. But survive. Uh, if it just felt as though it ended early, because obviously it was meant to go a bit longer. But obviously the Hell yeah. in the Cell match happened. And yeah. then they, they couldn't fill yeah. the rest of the time up. Because there's only so long when Austin's pissing blood everywhere that a first blood match can go on yeah. while the referee's down. Do you know what I mean? It's He's a bit limited, isn't it, as a, as a thing. Yeah. No, it was, it was strange, but yeah, it was quite entertaining, really. It's just more impressive that Undertaker and especially Mankind got themselves yeah. back out there, to be honest. That's just, ooh, let, ooh, let that go. It's crazy, absolutely crazy decision. Peter, what do you think of the, of the main event? Uh, it was, it's a good match on, on its own, but it's it's overshadowed, isn't it, by, by the Hell in the Cell match. But I do like it, how clever it is that obviously Kane's covered in red, wearing a mask. It's now impossible to see him bleed. So I, I thought, yeah, I, th- I think it's quite a good match. Like I say, it's just a shame that his reign only lasted one night. I would have maybe liked to see it go on at least a week. Do you know what I mean? Just at least give it for a week. A day yeah, just seems I... like, it feels like a bit of a slap in the face. It does, but at the same time, I guess it shows that you don't need a big title run to be like a legendary well, character. Well, no, no. You, no, know, no, like no. The, you know, these days, I think everyone kind of always wants the favourite two world champion. And if yeah, they're not yeah, the world champion, it's like the worst thing ever they've been buried and, oh my God, they should go to AEW. Yeah, but I guess this shows that you don't really need it. Like throughout this entire time period, Kane only had one world title for a day, and no one thought he wasn't the big star. It's, it's like the main event picture, wasn't it? It's like if you link it to the Fiend, the Fiend doesn't need a title. Yeah, <laughs> no, um, actually, his next match is a a non-title match in Extreme Rules. Yeah, and Kane, like Kane, didn't need a title at all. Yeah, that I think. Why, why do these big supernatural people want titles? You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, that's what I think. So the pay-per-view as a whole, then, Tape is if you would give it a score out of 10, what did you think of it as a whole? Maybe a 7, just for the last two matches, because I think everything else before that was pretty average. See, I would give it a four, 5. 4 to average. I would give it a 5, and the last two matches count for 4 points of that 5. <laughs> I, yeah. I, don't, I just think uh, I don't know maybe a 7 is too generous I just think there's too much filler and not enough killer Ooh. <laughs> I don't know he's trying to get his t-shirt slogans out he? Pete is freestyling there you go that's two today clip him clip him I just think there's a reason why nobody remembers well people remember this pay per view but they don't they remember the one match no, in it because the rest of it yeah. was just incredibly the, forgettable they remember the two moments yeah, the moment was, that you're meant to remember everyone forgets anyway which is Kane winning the title yeah it was not a good overall pay per view but it, it was made up for in the last two matches I think in some ways yeah I didn't feel come out of it feeling like it was a waste of time it certainly wasn't the worst show we've seen no. I just watch if I was gonna watch it again because yeah, it didn't have TNA at the start. Yeah, because at least at least had one good match. <laughs> um, Jeff Jarrett had, had five minutes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, but, yeah. I was just I just realised that Dolph Ziggler's in the main event of the show next week. Anyway, um, yeah, I just it was uh, it's hard to it's hard to grade it because it was a it, show of two it, halves. It is a show. Really like, it's a it's a, two, it's a show of. Well, not even well, two, two hours. Two like, thirds, isn't it? Two thirds yeah. and a third. Yeah. yeah, it just it really got going. Probably halfway through the uh, the King of the Ring final, I thought I was yeah. starting to get going again now. But like the last oh, five minutes. Like, yeah, last five yeah, five, 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 five to an hour, something like that. Yeah. Yeah. 
at I mean, least I it wasn't like anybody... three hours. Do you know what I mean? At least it wasn't yeah. like three hours. So I would recommend anybody to go watch that. If you've never seen it, the Hell in a Cell and the watch the last hour. Watch yeah. about the last hour, I'd say, from from the final to the to the last match. That that's all you need to yeah. watch. Yes. Yeah, I mean, no. I and maybe the first match if you enjoy that sort of thing. It's the new Midnight Express for another bit. Oh, we are doing it. You know, we should just do. Just enough, just, and it's time for a change. When, when, oh, cheers, Owen. <laughs> when the Midnight Express just appear, we'll just do a two-second thing and just put shit. Yeah. That's all it's going to be. We know exactly what's going to happen. We don't need to review it. We'll just replay Lou's round about why I didn't like Bob Holly. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, 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 we'll mash both up because they're both brilliant. We'll just put his rubbish. <laughs> then we'll move on. Ah, there we have it. That was King of the Ring 1998. Next week, like we've alluded to a few times, Beast from the East. So we're going. What oh, is that? Quick 17 math, years? Math. 17 years and stuff? I don't have the math. So. Math, yeah. <laughs> well, Get that degree working. Yep. 17 years forwards, yeah. The whole wrestling landscape has completely changed. I mean. You couldn't, you wouldn't never have figured it at this point, would you? Beast in the East, Lou. Have you seen it before? It I have. I, I watched it live because it was on from Japan on July 4th. I think it's Independence Day, but it's in Japan. I think it's a Saturday morning, so I'd done my Saturday morning park run. Actually, I hadn't because I'd not been doing it at that point. But I'd done something. <laughs> and I got it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Absolutely. I might be for, for a moment. Don't, don't trust a word this man says. <laughs> no, <laughs> after the Brian Pillman incident. <laughs> it was the, Aust- no, the Australia show was on a Saturday as well, wasn't it? The Super Showdown. Yeah. Years ago, that was one I watched after Packron. This one I just got up and watched the thing. Um, yeah, it, it's quite a different looking show, a different crowd. I like it when we do stuff a bit different. You know, having the family stand at the arena. Different's yeah. good. Just visually, um, it's not a blow. The, the one match is the um, NXT title match. It's the main roster show, but they got an NXT title match between Finn and Bella in his first match in Japan since leaving New Japan against Kevin Owens. And I think it's the match that really puts NXT on the map, certainly for me. But I think that was the match where it started becoming a fair brand rather than developmental. Yeah, uh, someone said that. I don't know if it's got fucking Dolph Ziggler in a tag match, but we'll, we'll try and look past that. Was this like one of the first network specials? Yeah, I think they started doing a few, didn't they? I um, remember there being quite a big deal about it at the time. The Brock was no run, didn't they, at one point? Yeah. Yeah, was this the the Madison Square Garden show and... Yeah, I know this was the second year of the network, wasn't it? But I think it was when they started doing more shows. They had the, yeah, Madison Square Garden, Roadblock was after End the of the line. No, the original Roadblock. Oh, uh, not End of the Line. Yeah, End of the Line was a pay per view, wasn't it? It's was just like a, a one off. Really annoying that when. Yeah, they did the King, King of the Ring this year, I think, as well, where they, they broadcast live from a SmackDown tape to do King of the Ring. Oh right. So there's quite there's quite a few. I wish it'd do more. It just shows that look a bit different and feel a bit different. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Especially at the moment with everything that's going on as well. But yeah. limited. Yeah. Peters, what, uh, have you ever seen Beast in the East? I I've not to be fair. I've like I said, there was a lot of hype about it at the time and I've not really heard anyone say a bad word about it, so I'm quite excited to see it. There we go. And then the week after that, uh, we've alluded to again. Jeff Jarrett fans rejoice because we're going 2000 with uh, Bash at the Beach. If I'm not mistaken, this is the the Vince Russo show slash scripted slash worked promo 
Who knows? Well, against Hulk Hogan. Yeah. I believe yeah. it. So we probably got about... No, everyone seems to, to change the story with five minutes. So. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, this yeah. is terrible, terrible times for WCW. This is like the sum of the actual worst. Yeah. Uh, this is the, this is the last clash of the beach. It's, there's no more after this. The, uh, have you seen... the year later, the, the, com- the company's out, out of business. Uh, have you seen the full show before, though, or just sort of the headline events? I have not. I've just seen the uh, the, the one-minute Hogan versus Jarrett match. Right. Are you looking forward to it? Are you a big WCW fan? Yeah, it was on its knees at this point. I don't think it's a classic WCW. I'm more, I'm, I'm more intrigued, but I do think there's going to be... I think there's about 14 matches, and I don't think any of them go oh, over 10 For fuck's sake. <laughs> I don't think I'd even go for 10 minutes. It's so. Pete Russo. It's his Pete yeah. Russo, isn't it? Yeah. Unfiltered Russo, I think. Yeah. Oh, Bischoff's, Bischoff's in the company, but he doesn't have that much influence. Say, Peter's, um, by the look of your face, I'm assuming you've not seen it before and you're not looking forward to watching it. For no. How have we ended up with bollocks again? It's, it's, a bad time for WCW. it's a bad time for wrestling around. <laughs> I'll be uh, at some point. We're gonna to have to do WCW like glory days to, to get like a bit back. Yeah. <laughs> we all we covered WCW is the crap. That's all we've covered so far. It's the absolute shite. Yeah, Spring Stampede. Spring Stampede is all right. Yeah, yeah that was all right. Thank you. Soon we'll be getting to we'll be getting to hog wild season. We'll be getting rid of all the motorbikes. So and they get up from here. Is that the one where they chant in USA against some Mexicans and a Canadian? Uh, <laughs> why are you the way you are? <laughs> it's the sadist, isn't it? He loves it. No, I just, I just love shows that look and feel different. And there's, you know, yeah. a wrestling show at Marbach Rally. He's definitely that. And it's also got Jill. Yeah. I know in the main event. Oh, for God's sake! Oh, God. I forgot about that. <laughs> well, well, that's in the future. That's August. Peters. That's August. Don't worry about it just yet. So just stick to um, stick I to peace in the you might, You'll enjoy that. I'm ill that week. <laughs> I might be the week we have Vince on, so... I'll lose <laughs> Who knows? Right, Terry Peters, you've promoted yourself enough, but I'll give you one more, one more shot. Where can we find you on social medias? Right then, I am now Bell Nation on Twitter, Bell Nation on YouTube, Bell Nation on twitch.tv forward slash Bell Nation. Find me streaming Football Manager. And RL ninety two on Instagram. And RL ninety two on Instagram. What happened to Terry Peters? No, I'm still Terry, I'm still Terry Peters on uh, on Twitter. That's still my name. I, think I, I just be, changed my handle. I think your Instagram should be Bell Nation as well. Like your yeah, branding's like really off at the moment. Who's this RL? Yeah, it's Edi- I'm promoting the editor, aren't I? Oh, it's a scumbag. Yeah, I I been sacked. I, <laughs> if he had YouTube, would be up to great, wouldn't he? <laughs> Especially our YouTube over there. Um, yeah, join Terry Peters on, what is it, Friday nights he streams? On, Usually on... Friday, sometimes. Just whenever I've got a bit of spare time to kill. Spam, spam the chat with wrestling around or Terry Peters out. You'll normally find me in Lewis. Yeah, yeah, you'll. Yeah. Lou is in, in on Friday night again, will you? Yeah. Piece of shit. Lou, where can we find you when you're not trolling Terry Peters? <laughs> um, you can find me at Lou Markham on Twitch. I don't use it. Um, Instagram and the Twitter. Uh, you can find me on Twitter as the Ross M. Uh, you can follow us all uh, wrestling around us, wrestling around on Facebook. Uh, at rest around on uh, Twitter and Instagram it's WRES around 
YouTube as well. We've got a YouTube exclusive out at the minute, so go watch that. Uh, that's wrestling around on YouTube. I heard the editing's great. It's really good. Sorry. <laughs> if you've got any questions or anything you want to tell us, then let us know at wrestlingaroundoutlook.com. Tell us what shows you want to hear. Give us a five star, do all that kind of stuff. If it's WCW, we're not interested. <laughs> if you want to see Terry Peters square, Terry Peters does not speak wrestling around. <laughs> Terry, Spe- Terry Peters speaks Terry Speakers. Terry Speakers. Terry Speakers, get rid of him. <laughs> oh, this is. This is going into chaos. So yeah, follow us all on social medias. There's links in the descriptions and everything like that in the little. Sure is. He's, he's not listening. I, I even put. There a, we go. I even put in a link to the Bell Nation uh, YouTube channel. This is the re- this is the response I get. Good lad. Alright. Uh, join us. Make sure you join us on Facebook. Actually, and our crusade against Facebook, thinking we're a dating site. <laughs> so. Well, yeah, they, they blocked one they stand, but they were fine with the Johnsons. Yeah. Dick and Rod. So we're fighting against Facebook. Join us. <laughs> join us in our battle. Right, guys. Thank you very much for joining me. Thank you. Thank you. And thank you to listening to us this week for King of the Ring 98. And join us next week on Beast in the East. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.